We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of man. And you know, he don't scream a man. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go Who just love to hear those stories You know about that great big monster The one that always seems to get away But all I ever do is just hear those stories It's a great game fishing Shame they can't come out to play <laughs> Oh Morning and welcome to the 4K1G fishing show, and I am so looking forward to this episode. Good morning, Gaza. How are hey, you, Marty? I'm fantastic, mate. What a huge week! Back on the island. Back on the island. And I can yeah. tell when you've been on the island. You got a little bit of colour. You're a little bit tired. It's oh, not easy. Eyes over are red. There. Your eyes are red. Yeah, it's a it's a big a uh, big week. Now, what I did notice though, mm-hmm. and it's been our little topic on our Facebook page, is us just keeping the uh, Port of Townsville on their toes about putting markers in. And fair, fair enough. And they did, to their credit, they have pulled, put the yellow markers in. There is a red one there now because they've actually 
pulled out that whole channel marker that marks, you, you know, your little fueling barra spot and everybody else's at the end of the fueling rock wall. I don't and think you needed to. Well, it's not in. there anymore, Marty. So what well, are they going to do? Did you beat last week's dig? Where did you come in at last week when you had an attack on me? Yeah, but they started to rebuild the wall again. <laughs> And it's actually about 40 metres shorter than what it uh, used to be. Well, I sent them what I wanted. Did you? Yeah. I seen them throwing big rocks about 20 metres out Yeah, of exactly where I want. Now, so. this, um, this now leads me to, mm -hmm. because they've pulled the channel marker out as well, um, are they going to... They're probably going to dredge in that little corner there. I think so. So make it quite deep. So there's still quite a few rocks under the water which we we uh, and we'll refine about. them. And it'll be interesting. No, they'll to be see. gone. I think maybe. Yeah. But um, we've learned very very quickly. It doesn't matter if it's a brand new wall. Fish will inhabit it. But yeah, they will turn up. They turned up to, to this one. They're starting to rebuild it. They've they've just putting the end on it uh, yesterday when I went past on the ferry. Yep. And um, so it's about 40 metres short of what it used to be. Perfect timing for me. Like, I won't even launch into the harbour. No. So this is great for me. Do it now. Well, they'd have done it for you, but yes. it's still in the no fish zone and they've still got picture view up on the wall. Look for this boat with the tip turkey embezzled on the side. Oh, sorry, the live bird. bird. My bad. Gary, My bad. Bird. All right, let's go over to a little bit of intelligence because we have a special guest with us this morning. Not a bird specialist, mate. No, you are not. <laughs> you do look like an emu, but you are not a bird. <laughs> yeah, I've got a long one. neck. <laughs> Jimmy Falkenberg. <laughs> James Falkenberg. Oh. Jimmy's on it. This, <laughs> Good morning. You're the more surface like, skip bait king. You kind of like an emu's egg. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them. Oh, beautiful. Good morning, mate. How are you? I am well, guys. Pleasure to be back on the show. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you back and gracing our presence. We're so looking forward to... Uh, we're going to... Um, as, as, as much as we're going to have fun, we really are going to uh, peg you to get some, um, some information, uh, what you're willing to give out and so forth, and... Uh, uh, your your videos are starting to gain popularity. We had a rather contentious, which went down very well actually, um, episode last week where we were talking about barrows off season and so forth. Uh, we had Matty from A and A and B uh, ring up and he put his two cents, which were really yeah. really good. Um, so now we've got you on the show and that's going to be fantastic as well. So I'm looking forward to that and especially the there's no ifs or buts. Um, I think the likes of you guys have put um, surf frogging flicking whatever you want to call it on the map <laughs> and it's a it is contagious it Gaz is. has done it a few times absolutely love it it is it's it's not for the pacemaker wearing people no definitely not it's uh definitely something to get your heart going that's for sure yeah yeah, yeah most when definitely. you skip one along and then they bump it three or four times and don't hook up that's when the tantrums start it is but you've got a really good it hookup goes. rate yeah, Jim yeah, there, there, there is yeah. there is a technique to actually because yeah. it's obviously you rigged a weedless plastic. Yeah, there is a technique to hooking some certain fish, mm. um, and it's 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 easier said than done. It's uh, you know like when the barrow season's open, you hook a barrow, you kind of like you've got to wait for the fish to turn its head. Yeah, because it's for as sure. simple as that. As soon as it opens its mouth back out, the lure just comes straight back at you. So definitely, it's easier said than done. Like I said, so yeah. wait for them to turn their head, then set that hook. Definitely, mate. Our podcast goes all over the world, let alone Australia, which is listened to just about 
everywhere and yeah. there's people that come to our territory that want to do this sort of stuff so give yourself a plug what's the name of your channel uh just search jim's fishing yep. on youtube insta tiktok all the socials it's the same for sure jim's fishing get on and have a look and have a laugh yep. nothing and too they, serious yeah and the, the the length of them is good they go short and sweet around that 20 25 minute mark sometimes yeah so there's lots of good content in there first time i've been complimented on my length so that's good yeah yeah definitely <laughs> yeah, you'll get that from marty mate <laughs> <laughs> It's 7.05, we're off to a cracker. <laughs> but, but, but now there's two of yous, apparently. <laughs> Julian Emus. Yes. Julian <laughs> Emus. Oh, no. Oh, um, good job. Um, yeah, so, and I did put in our little post for the fisheries, uh, for, for the our fishing show page that um, Hinchinbrook is one of your favourites. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. Is it because it's a beautiful place or is it prime for what you're doing? Um, oh, I think I've adapted to fishing that kind of area so yep. it actually for me it was always a place on my bucket list i always wanted to explore by myself and then yeah adapt i've adapted that style of fishing which has actually you know turned out to be super fun so yeah yeah i'd say it's a bit of both hinchinbrook even if the fishing's not hot it's still a nice place to be and drive around and just have a look and it is beautiful and just sit and drift down a creek and listen to the jurassic noises of the place so definitely and you've been going there for a long long time yeah do you still stumble stumble on new area oh Continuously. Mm, Will it ever end? No, I, I reckon, you know, if I've been up there for 10 years by myself exploring, I'd probably only scratch the surface of yeah. 5% of the area, realistically. I mean, there's you have your favourite areas, mm. which are generally, you know, when you when times are a bit tough, you turn it there, you go to spots. But, yeah. you know, looking at new areas, you just, everything is just, Everything looks so pristine. Everything looks like it can hold fish. Yep. And that is the damn problem with the place. <laughs> Most definitely. Look, mate, we're going to cover everything. You're fishing out of a Hanes. What is she? Yeah, she's a Hanes Signature 485. Yep. Uh, 20, 2010 model. Yep. Beautiful little boat. It um, is. I love it. Love it to death. And, yeah, goes all the way out to the reef um, yep. and floats in about 400 mil of water. See, that's the mm. difference between I love mine to death, but I'm leaving that flat a whole lot quicker. So are you, Gaza? Oh, yes. A yeah. whole lot quicker than what you are. Yeah. And that's... That, and that, it, it, and I think to myself, gee, I'd love a skiff. Yeah. Or something like that. But then when I'm coming back in the 20s, oh, I'm like, I'm glad I'm in what I'm in. That's exactly right. Yeah, mine's a bit of a bit of the best of both worlds with those boats. I just wish yeah. they made one about six metres long with the same hull. Yeah. Well, yours would be insane on fuel. You'd chew nothing. Yeah. It's, uh, I think, last time I went to the reef, it was about 120 k's round trip. And I yeah. think I used less than 40 litres of fuel. You bastard. So, yeah. It's good, though. I use that getting out of the harbour. Yeah. So... Well, when I do a marlin trip, if I do a hundred mile, yeah. which I usually do, scooting yeah. around looking, um, I use about sixty litres. So, yeah, so right. about the same. So, yeah. but yeah. a lot of it's trolling. See, when you've got a four stroke ticking away, just idling, they're using nothing. No, yeah. when you're wringing its neck, yeah, it's using. Oh yeah, might as well have a two stroke on the back. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's sixty litres. And in, in the old days of my seventy two stroke, the same. Fuel economy would be eighty liters yeah, for a okay. hundred mile. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. Tides, no problem. Weather, no problem. You can launch from wherever you want. Up at the Hinchinbrook Way, are we going Carbwell in? Are we going to launch at Fishers? Are we going to launch? Definitely launch at Fishers. Definitely I love, launch. I love Fishers because. Why? Because you're coming right out into the guts of yeah. Barramecca, yeah, you or Jack Mecca yeah, for you mainly. You come out, you can turn left or you can turn right. Yeah, most definitely. And when you're coming home, you don't have to worry about the weather. 
yep. as such. It's just tides you just got to worry about. It is still very tidal, not yeah. so much with you. And the thing I think what we should say, say about fishes is uh, even if you've got a little bit of water, 1.2, 1.3, there are rocks throughout oh, that. It's, yeah, there's no sandy bottom, unfortunately. It's all no. limestone. So yeah, yeah. And I'm you hit that, your prop's going to know it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I, I try and go around a 1.5 minimum. Yep. And generally too, like because it's up that creek, up towards the highway, she's definitely been about an hour later. Yeah. So. Have you ever fished fishes yourself on the way out? Because some of that country looks all right. I haven't, actually. And yep. every time I drive out, I'm like, I'm going to fish that on the way back in. <laughs> yep. And then after on the way back in, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have another beer. Yeah. And just keep cruising. Keep cruising. Because it's like the, the amount of fish that have been caught 10 metres from the boat around oh. the Morrissey's or Horton or Bowley, you're like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because everyone has your mindset or that same mindset, I'm going. Yeah. I mean, Hinchinbrook Channel, if you think I'm going to fish 10 metres from the ramp, you got another thing coming. And that's exactly. And there's some very good looking points and snags. Isn't there? And you just go, I'll, I'll hit that one day. I'll hit that. And you just never do. Yeah. Is the old street sign still on the corner of it? No, nah, move that. <laughs> <laughs> it says you're supposed to do six knots. <laughs> God. I don't have time to be doing six knots down there. I'm sorry. <laughs> God. Is, is your vehicle safe? Yeah, it touched wood. It, it has been. Yep. Um, we used to go when the old fella was there and we used to bring in bread and milk. Yep. Um, I'm talking 20 years ago when that yeah. little hut. Yeah. More than that. More. 30 oh. years ago. And uh, no, more. <laughs> How no, was it up there, no, was it up there Gary? Be, it'd be 35 years ago. No, no, no. no well, when I was going 2000s. there. Yeah, when he passed. Yeah, but the house wasn't there that long ago. When I first started going to Fishers, there wasn't a house there. They, oh. they actually built that house. And oh. he, the indigenous fellow, used to look after um, the area. Well, we used to give the bread milk to a white gentleman. I don't recall. Was yeah, there yeah. an old dodgy house there? Old dodgy early? house there, way early, man. I'm talking oh, 30, it was not 35 a bad, years ago. Bad little house they built there yeah. um, for the indigenous gentleman, yeah. too, because he was part of that country. Yeah. Um, so he used to look after it. He was actually yeah. good to have a chat to. Did he have the pet sand flies as well? Oh, oh yeah, he had plenty of them. Oh, bloody hell. How could you live there? <laughs> oh, my Lord. I know. I dread when I pull up at the boat ramp and go, after a coffee, a milk coffee, go, oh, I've got to go to the toilet. Yeah, no, I'll wait until I'm out in the channel. <laughs> yeah, stuff that. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be scratching your bum all yeah. day. <laughs> all you... Yeah. Oh, yeah. All no, you hear sitting there slapping oh, away. Oh, my Lord. But you fairly cover up. With your um, yeah. with your attire that you wear, which you're half famous for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old loud pants and oh. uh, and uh, loud leggings. But yeah, I um, the, I've made a mistake before of you know dropping the dax, leaning one over the side and um, pulling my pants up quick because of the sand flies. But all you do is you trap them all inside. <laughs> yeah, they're in there. So thank God there was no one else in the boat with me because I spent most of the day just scratching oh. my ass. For sure. Okay, yeah. that was from Dom. He's just saying no. It was, uh, uh, what I was saying was correct. Was there an old way? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I only remember that because um, my next door neighbour Millsy, who got me right into yeah. fishing, I was like ten years old and you know fifty this year, and he used to take me up to Hinchinbrook, and I clearly remember that. So um, that's the only. Then they built a new. Well, they must have built a new house there for him yeah. because that got that got burnt down. Well, they very well might. I haven't been to Fishers in. No, it's not there now. It burnt down when when old mate either passed away or moved on. Right. Um, it got burnt down. I I heard there was just a little bit of friction between families. Okay. And uh, it ended up getting burnt down. Gotcha. We went through a spade there where there was cars getting hit and so forth. Um, and I think then at one stage there was hidden cameras put in and so forth that put an end to that. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, and it, isn't it strange how, like for me, that dictates cattle when I fish cattle. 
I'd love to launch from Crystal. It's so much time. So it's actually yeah. a lot easier to get out of Crystal than what it is Rolling Stone. Hell of a lot. Rolling mm. Stone, you need that 1.5 to 1.6. Uh, Crystal, 1.2 easily. Um, and plus, when you're coming home in that 15... You only need 15 knots out the front there for it yeah. to be proper treacherous because of how shallow it is all yeah. the way out. And when you've got to put another uh, six kilometres on it to keep going up to... That's a that's a long haul in that weather. Yeah, you start thinking about your insurance of the boat and stuff. For sure. <laughs> and you know what? It, it, it keeps you... It, it, that sort of thing sounds silly, but it, you concentrate on what you're doing a lot oh, more. Sobers you up real quick. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's not from people drowning when boats flip. It's from the boat hitting you. Yeah. Like I, I've, I was always told, if you're in the boat and you know it's going... Do whatever you can to get as far away from it as you can. Yeah, well, it's not that deep there. You're not going to, you know, you could probably, most of the time, you could probably stand up. Yeah. The water's only going to be five foot. Most definitely. Deep, oh, so, yeah. come on. <laughs> stand up. Well, some oh, of us can stand up. <laughs> Please, mate. I'll be treading water yeah. for the rest of the day. You want to get in a little bit closer. <laughs> yeah. Three foot, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Please, mate. <laughs> so we're going to have you on the show for the rest of the year, Jimmy. Yeah, mate. Um, <laughs> he's in. <laughs> I thought you float. <laughs> oh, yeah, this little gut holds yeah, me up, mate. It's kind of upside down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I roll with the waves. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you see a tinny that's flipped over, it rolls in with the waves. That's me. <laughs> over and over till I get to the sand. Do you ever get on YouTube and watch the inlet videos where they've got to oh, yes. do the crossing? I love them. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love them love too. Them. And some you look at the skippers and just go, mm -mm. No, I'll just no. look at the, like, boats must be cheap over there and outboards. What, was seven of them on the back Oh, of it? my Lord. And fuel. You just go, yeah. how are these people affording that? But I've, do you see how some handle the waves so much better yeah, than others? Yeah. Some hulls are just... They just don't stand Many up Many years it. ago, we have a list, We have one of our good listeners lives in Broome, Glen, and I worked with Glen all over Australia, and mm. we were working at Mermaid Beach on the Gold Coast, and Glen's uncle or one of his relations had an old trawler mm. that he converted into a fishing boat, and Glen organised a little snapper trip. I might take the, a call, Gaz. You keep the, talking. Out of the seaway. So we went out through the seaway in this old trawler, Caught some snapper. We'll be with you in a second, mate. Then coming back in, there was a big rolling swell. Mm. This trawler got up on the top of the swell coming into the seaway yeah. and started picking up speed Surfing. going down it and then turned sideways. Oh, no. I and then the skipper, who'd done it so many times, just flicked it straight and in nah. the wind. In I know. And he probably did that on purpose. Well, oh. that's how they—that's how they did it. They—they they do it. it. And those big displacement hull old wooden trawlers, mate, it was surfing as oh, good I as me. I love it. Oh. Good morning, fishing show. Good afternoon, sirs. Oh, hello. How are you, Eugene? Yeah, that old fella up at Fishers. His name was Bill. Bill? Yes, okay. Bill. Correct. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, right. And we used to, when we used to crab up there and whatnot, we used to go up there and we got friendly with him by giving him crabs or fish or whatever. Yeah, yep. And we end up, we, we end up leaving you know, one of our boats there one, week, one, one day sort of thing. Wasn't a good idea because it was share farming when he, whenever you left something there, so... Uh-oh. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no, no. It, was, it was only the era guard and that sort of stuff. He seemed to love that sort of stuff. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no. No, he yeah. was a quite a good good fellow. So I think he, used to get, he was lovely. He used to get a bit cranky with people parking in different spots where they shouldn't have parked, sort of thing. But no, yeah. no, and by and like I said, we used to take him bread and milk from uh, Ingham, and he used to appreciate that, and he'd just uh, cast an eye over everyone's cars and, and keep them safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah, wonderful, yep. wonderful. No, that's, that's his name. So I heard you just babbling about him this morning, so I thought I'd fill you in. So good on you. That's perfect. That's exactly who it was. 
Thanks, Eugene. I appreciate it, buddy. You have a lovely day. See you, mate. Bye. Oh. Well, no controversy from Huge then. No. Straight in. It was good. Hey, we'll I take it. believe it. We'll take it. No. He, I don't want you talking about Hinchinbrook. Old Bill had a boom gate at his driveway, just like Eugene's got down at Dunjo Ramp. Yeah, but Bill didn't charge $9 to launch your boat. Oh, no. And only to people from Townsville. Yeah. Good on you, Eugene. Exactly. Yeah, thanks, Eugene. Oh, well, how <laughs> bloody cool is that? So um, the other thing that I've noticed with your videos... Uh, uh, is that your gear that you're using, like the one that I watched the other night, um, you had the four pounds Samaki special. Yeah. Lovely little stick. But even before them, you're going back. You're not running Stellas. You're not got no. edges. You're not Loomis. You're not, you know, more thans or anything like that. You're just a nice reel and a Stratic, normally. Yeah. Well, I've got to pay for it, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's doing the job perfectly. Yeah. Sometimes uh, we get caught up. Like, I love that height, but that's. Yeah. Yeah, that's. That, I, I love that. Um,. But I could easily do it yeah. with a combo worth three hundred. Oh yeah, and, and that's probably I think why some people can, well, a lot of people can relate to the to the videos and For the sure. content because it's you know it's a two hundred and fifty dollars Stratic with a yeah. you know a two hundred dollar rod. Yep. So the whole thing, you know, it's five hundred dollar combo that you can you know yeah get from anywhere. It's you don't need all the you know top end stuff. Yeah, it'd be nice to roll around a Lamborghini, but you know Mazda does the same job. It does. It gets you from A to B. And speaking of that. I know you cover it in your videos and, and, and so forth, but give me your optimum for we're going flicking mm -hmm. frogs. Yep. We're in some pretty wild area. I know you love four pound, but yep. if you had to pick your optimum outfit for success. Oh, three thousand Stratic. The three thousand Stratic. Three thousand Stratic. Um yep. probably put ten pound, run ten pound on that just because yep. The frustration can get a little bit high sometimes on four pound. Definitely. Would you still oh. be running your short and thirty bit of leader, heavier leader on top of? Are you going to run no, twenty to thirty? No, if I'm running ten pound, I'll run straight thirty. Straight thirty. Thirty pound leader. Yeah, you don't. It, the bite leader is only there because of the different thicknesses. Yeah, definitely. Four pound to you know, trying to join four pound to thirty. Yeah. It can be a bit hit and miss sometimes, especially if you're in a rush. Most definitely. Now, tell me, if someone's going to go get some leader, are they making the mistake of their surface fishing? Uh, Choosing fluorocarbon? Yes, choosing fluorocarbon. I've been through it. It's wondering why on earth my lure is not, you know, it's, it's floating on the surface, but when you when you retrieve it, it tends to duck under the surface. For sure. I'm a slow learner, so it took me a while, but yeah, it ended up being fluorocarbon. Yeah. Because um, it's denser. It's yep. got that coating on it. It, it, it sinks. Yeah. So, so stick straight up, mono straight is what Straight mono leader, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now, your rod, with, your, with the action of the rod, or if you're running 10 pound, what sort of... Uh, Poundage weight are we looking for? Oh, anything from say like seven to seventeen pound yep. rod with a fast action. Fast action. Yeah, fast action. And are you um, the the length of the the, the stick that you're using? Um, do you shorten it up a little bit to a six foot six, or are you, your traditional longer spin rods around that seven foot mark? It kind it depends on how tight you're going to be. If if uh. you're doing if you're going to be fair away from the snags, a seven foot rod's beautiful to use. Um, yeah. And if you've got the boat room, I stand, tend to stand on the nose of the Hanes yep. and flick underneath. Yeah. Underneath me. So anything from a six foot six rod's fine to yep. a seven foot. I wouldn't anything longer than seven foot kind of just gets in the way. Yeah. A little bit there. No, I fully understand that. And um what about let's talk does frog colour make a difference? And what is your go to frog? My go-to frog is at the moment is like the uh, used to be Redbone, which is a green with a silver silver bottom. Right. But I found with that. Whose brand? 
Uh, Z-Man. So pop and frogs. Pop frogs, sorry. Yep. Yeah, so the pop frogs is what yep. I primarily use. Yep. Um, I found sometimes with that with that colour, because of that different silver, is d- different density on the plastic. Yeah. So they would tend to float upside down if they had a lot of silver on the bottom. Yeah. So then I started just using the, the green frogs. Gotcha. And have less drama with them flipping upside down. Well, there you go. Yeah. Isn't that unusual? Yeah. Now, I've noticed... Um, you're slightly different with a lot of your um, retrieves. Like the other night, you were doing that really, really quick flick, almost like a a, uh, a walk the dog pattern, yeah. whether it's going off its chops, as opposed to a straight roll. Is that because you're using the pop frog? It is. It's. I've, I've tried, you know, the other ones like the finesse frogs and 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 the goat toads and that. And yeah. I always found I was always cutting the head of the the lure off just to get that bit of a surface. For sure. Bit of a cup. Yeah, and I, I like that action. Yeah. Um. And for me to, to get the jacks because they got such big eyes, their vision is, you know, impeccable. Yeah. If if you if you move it quickly, you can't. You'll get a reaction out of them, but also you don't give them that long to look at it. Gotcha. I found that if you'd slow it down too much, uh, they'd come out, have a look at it. Their reaction is to come out, but then they'd have that split second to check it out and yeah. see you or see the lure and just go, no, I'm not feeling it, and, and just turn away. Gotcha. Mm. Now that when you're flicking it in, but when we say we're, we're, because you're actually skipping that frog along the surface, yeah. is that are you setting out and sending out an invitation to the jacks by doing that rather than yeah. your little go shrimp bum? I've had, I've had them intercepted on the cast. That would be amazing. Yeah. So they're going. So, I, so you can once it skips in and you know it skips in through the, through the trees. I've had yep. them intercept it, come in and intercept it. That's amazing. Which is, so that's hectic. <laughs> which is completely different to doing a plop into there with say a, a normal timber lure or something yeah. like that. You are announcing. Yeah. That, that this is coming. Oh, out. don't get me wrong. It can it can work against you as well if they're being a bit finicky. For sure. Do you um, change it up then? Do you pick do you pick up on that? Yeah, eventually. As I said, I'm a slow mm-hmm. learner, and I'm yeah. and I'm stubborn as well. I'm, yeah. You know, if I want them, if I want to catch a jack on surface, I'm going to try and catch a jack on surface. I'm not going yeah. to put a prawn lure on or anything like that. Yeah. It just doesn't interest me as such. Yeah. Now I did notice also once that sun got up a little bit more, you changed your tactics a little bit. Plus, you changed from a, a plastic frog to a hard-bodied yeah. surface lure, semi-seal or equivalent of. Yeah, yeah, it was a Rapala, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Memory. great action on it. Yeah, that love walk it. the dog style. Mm. It was. It, it, I love the way it would come right around, but without being a full 180. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, some of them like tango dancers, I loved, but then you got a not a rip-off version, but someone else's who and when you walk the dog it would flick around too far yeah and that would put me off i didn't and i think it put the fish off a bit whereas that so it was a rapala that yeah you rapala i think it was a rapala i think 87 mil 87 mil. yeah what are you upgrading with upgrading uh hooks and nah, standard hooks standard hooks standard hooks on that rapala because it's four pounds with the standard hooks were uh, they they weren't running big they were running freshies weren't they yeah running freshies on on that on that size lure yeah it's fine. you're crazy no, it's <laughs> but you're running four pound. Yeah, oh, a lot of the time too. Like it's not the line pressure that's going to bend your hooks; mm-hmm. it's the fish's jaw mm-hmm. pressure. Um, so yeah, it, it's not until I start losing fish then I'll start to you know right. I change the hooks, but yep. I took that lure to Weeper. Yeah, and caught all those barrel on surface with those standard hooks. And Nathan Kellett was standing me. He's like, he couldn't yep. believe it. He was like, I used to run on standard hooks. Yeah, yeah. I'm just bending them back with pliers. They'll be fine. We're going to talk all <laughs> about that trip because a lot of our listeners want to know about that and. Um, and, and much to Adam's 
demise we love talking outside of townsville so i'm looking forward to um seeing um or, or listening to all about the uh trip up at weeper and you've always had an absolute ball and that one bit of timber that you just sat of that was just <laughs> like oh my lord and um the Freddy's coming on board. The, yeah. the, for us, we just don't get that. Yeah. We don't. Oh, no. And that's and that was one um, thing that, like, the boys and I wanted to tick off was, you know, get some good 3Ds. And, and, and not did. just good size, but, like, good numbers. Yeah. Um, and they are. They were in play proportion almost up there, you know. Um, <laughs> Whatever. But we, we, we got a lot of them around that 70 to 75 centimetre mark. Beautiful, yep. beautiful eating fish. Mm. Yep. Pain in the ass to fill it, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, Aren't they a beautiful fish The big nodules along uh, the spine. I couldn't believe the Do small just ones run, had the yeah. big nodules, yeah. Yep. Do you... Run your knife a, a, along that nodules, or do you sort of no, you've do, got it, you you've wave got it, it with yeah, it? Speed but, bump it. Yeah, you, you, you try okay. your hardest, yeah. and then when you do get that, fill it off. Um, there is still good lumps of meat <laughs> there, yeah. or around that. If you were to, to do it properly, you lift that skin and go around each nodule, and but they are a real pain. Yeah, to to, Amazing. to fill it. Jimmy, just with your let's go way way back what got yeah. you into frogging where did you see someone doing it or is it so because i know you're from down south and yeah. murray cod's a bit of jitterbug surface type stuff is that how you got into it or so no what fishing hint it was purely fishing hinchinbrook yep. and it was a um you know i wanted because so, hinchinbrook's got so much water behind the trees you just can't fish with regular lures no. i wanted something in there yep. and every popper had trebles on it every stick bait had trebles on it yeah. and I, I wanted like a, a, a weedless popper and that's how i come across the pop frog i was like yeah. you know what I'll, I'll, i can cut the legs off or just do whatever yeah but it's a popper that i can get way back 10 rows behind the trees yeah and that's how it started and probably after doing that for a year or so it wasn't until i realized you start taking notice of why yeah. things are happening and, and and you did can you keep it to yourself at first yeah it, it was nothing it wasn't i wasn't videoing it back then it no. was just a you know just a thing on it's just a way of adapting to yeah. fishing yeah so it was just a all right i needed a popper i wanted to cast 10 rows behind the trees and get it back yeah without getting it snagged mm. worry about the fish later um and yeah you know over the years you you spend so much time up there you can see you know how do you say it? it's it's it, there's no frogs in salt water no you know so it's not oh they're thinking it's a frog yeah. So what are they thinking it is? Okay, and after years of looking and studying and just being in the area, immersed in nature, you find out that it's probably a crab that's yeah, swimming yeah. across the surface. Fair enough. Because I've seen, been up there times Yet where, the cod catchers are nowhere near as prolific as what the jack catchers are. No. Strange. No. Yeah, I know. So I, I guess I've probably, to catch a cod on frog would be maybe one in a hundred fish. <laughs> Um, so that's why it's it's kind of weird, you know. You go up to the four pan comp, yeah. where you know, you know, cod's yeah. one of the target species, and it's like, right, how do I do this? <laughs> right, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's different, is it? Very rare, and, and and you see it. Very rare will you get a cod in that clean open water around a snag. If you're throwing into a dirty, muddy slop hole mm. of a nice snag, mm. you can look at that and go, oh, there'll be a cod in here. Boom, yeah, go, it's but, funny you say that because all the cod I've caught on frogs have been in that clean water. Really? Yeah, crystal Weird, clean water. It? And unfortunately, throws you, everything out. Throws you it. get you yeah. get to see them before they eat the lure oh, for a split no. second, and you just go, you think no. this is a big jack. Oh, this is a mass because of the enough. shoulders on it, and yeah. then you just go, you see the tail flick, and you just, oh man, yeah. here we go. In, yeah. in I go. Yeah, it, it's funny though, like with the barra guys, mm. and then you, 
like when you get a lot of cod, say you're fishing in one of the rod and reel comps and, and someone's got a heap of barras and you go in there. I, I fished with Dougie Button one year and we got 34 cod between the two of us and only about five or six barras. And then when you talk to people who are getting a lot of barras, different type stuff. They were yeah. in that clean, shallow, open, mangrovey yeah. type stuff. Mm. We were just drifting the creeks where there was muddy logs laying there. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, just going. Be, in the end, we, me and Doug turned it into our own cod comp. Why not? And Doug won the champion cod angler that year. Bloody so, Doug. Yeah. Bloody Dougie. So, hey, boys, let's go to a song and an ad break when we come back. Now, this song, I'm actually going to throw this out to our girl, Brittany Leroy. She sent me a message yesterday saying, hey, boys, hey, Marty going along and I heard this song come on and I thought of the fishing show straight away So, and we haven't played this better be before. a good one Brito yeah I reckon it's going to be a good one let's get this started it's uh, from a gentleman called Mark uh, Mark A. Hunter songs it's from Barramundi the, the songs from the Buffalo Country called Barramundi we've played this many years ago well now we're playing it now guys sorry okay <laughs> go for it surprised you're not stealing me Luke Coombs stuff you finished Thank you. There's we'll be back soon. Man with the calloused hand, for his work is harder than most. And he takes a stand, not on the land, but the deck of a fishing boat. Now his specialty is barramundi, but he'll take a salmon or dew. I've even been told that catfish and all go into the packaging too. So run out the nets, haven't got enough yet, go to catch a barramundi for you. You can bake it or fry it, never know till you try it, you can even cook it up in a stew. Just roll them in flour and fry them on the stove Or chuck them in the fire and cook them on the coals Serve with rice and a panic in the tea Some chips and salad anyway will do me Barramundi Haven't got enough yet Go to catch a barramundi for you You can bake it or fry it Never know till you try it You can even cook it up in a stew Just roll them in a flour And fry them on the stove Or chuck them in the fire And cook them on the coals Serve with rice and a panic in the tea Some chips and salad anyway Do me barramundi Now they work with the tide And tempers are tried By catfish and crab in the net an occasional shout, how we gonna get it out? There's a bloody big crock in it, yeah. But a good sharp knife gets them out of strife. They'll cut the reptile free. And the skipper might swear and pull out his hair. It's a rugged old life on the sea. So run out the nets, haven't got enough yet. Go to catch a bear of money for you. You can bake it or fry it, never know till you try it. You can even cook it up in a stew. Just roll them in the flour and fry them on the stove Or chuck them in the fire and cook them on the coals Serve with rice and a panic in the tea Some chips and salad anyway will do me Barramundi Now 
if the nips haven't got enough yet Go to catch a bear on Monday for you You can bake it or fry it, never know till you try it You can even cook it up in a stew Just roll them in a flour and fry them on the stove Or chuck them in the fire and cook them on the coals Serve with rice and a panic in the tea Some chips and salad anyway will do me Barramundi Barramundi boat is fairly small, 12 metres long at the most, with four in a crew all living on stew, for their rations are nothing to boast. And for weeks on end, these unshaven men breaking their backs for a crust, just to be let down when they get into town by an untamed skipper born bust. So run out the nets, haven't got enough yet, go to catch a Barramundi for you. You can bake it or fry it, never know till you try it, you can even cook it up in a stew. Just roll them in a flour and fry them on the stove Or chuck them in the fire and cook them on the coals Served with rice and a panic in the tea Some chips and salad anyway to me Barramundi you need to keep your car driving well and looking great you'll find it at cheaper auto spares performance parts tools and accessories spare parts and the best prices in town cheaper auto spares locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building ingham road carpet station sponsor don't keep saying one day i'm going to lucinda fishing lodge do it now the gateway to hinchinbrook channel the great barrier reef and the palm island group the only self-contained absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 999 900. Station sponsor. Rise the Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Sponsor. If you think all pizza ads are the same, try reading between the lines. Yummy, 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 yum. Freshy, 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 fresh. Our pizzas aren't cardboard and are made from only fresh ingredients. I'm a big fat mama. I'm a fat and jolly chef. They're so yummy, we eat 100 of our own pizzas every day. Hey. Pizza Riviera for traditional Italian pizza and pasta, where you'll taste the difference, not the cardboard. Come to Pizza Riviera. La, 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 la. Come to Pizza Riviera. La, 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 la. Bellissima. Station sponsor. First Nations Connect is Telstra's phone line and service centre for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander customers. You can call our friendly team on 1-800-444-403 if you have any questions about your Telstra phone or internet plan. Or visit telstra.com and search First Nations Connect. That's 1-800-444-403 and telstra.com. Search First Nations Connect. 
station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. We certainly are live across North Queensland. Sorry, Marty. Are you Did right? Did you hear my spring go off there? I heard your spring go off. <laughs> it goes well. It's got some twang to it this yeah, morning. it's a long up. spring, mate. goes yeah, well. it is indeed. So, we are on the topic <laughs> of the talking frog. His head. There's it's... nothing long about him, I can tell you. No, no. <laughs> yeah, not body, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing oh. long is a circumference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. I you lost pay. a few kilo over on the island. Where'd you put yeah. them? Around the back, mate. You can actually get your guts and push it around to the back. Oh, you can start walking the hill again? Uh, That's hard work, isn't it? It is hard work walking the hill. I do enjoy it, but I haven't done it for so long. I'll tell you what's an interesting little gig. And next time, if you're driving through uh, just past there, go past Home Hill. And you know you turn off to uh, Wallace's? Yes. Yeah, well, go for a little drive up. To top of Inkerman, Mount the Inkerman. hill. It's a beautiful view. Mm. Isn't it a beautiful? Yeah. And then you look down. Yes. And you see all of these tributaries, which is for talking to a very close mate yesterday because I rung him about it. And I said, "Hey, dude, yeah. tell me about." It. He said, "Look, you're playing with fire going in there." Really? Yeah, yeah. Because he said, the, without going too much into it, the property owners have the creek actually fenced off. <gasps> they fence the creek off. So if you want to fish it, you've got to cast over the top. Now we've all got pliers. We've all got pliers. There is a gate oh. there, but the gate belongs to the quarry, mm. so it's locked. But when you look down, apart from the view being absolutely gorgeous, yes, and it's quite a steep. It's a fun yeah. little drive up. It's only, it's only like five. I've just minutes. actually read on the road. Yeah. yeah. Well, did you know at the top there they've got um, a barbecue and gas and um, uh, uh, picnic tables yeah, and everything okay. with cover and everything up there now. So yeah. yeah. So guys, remember that it's called Inkerman Hill. Drive up it. Well, and you can't miss it. It's just the only hill there. Yeah. 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 For sure. Did and there's bang? a little shop right yeah. before it, and um, or right after it, coming uh, coming from north to south. And it's well worth the little drive. When but you, just seeing, because you're looking down, yeah. and a lot of my mates said he said they are absolutely loaded with barramundi, loaded with big gators. So yeah. you don't actually realise how many little fingers and tributaries are through that. It's amazing, um, isn't it? Yeah, through that bay. You, you've got your you own Google up Earth up there. Yeah, yeah, and you, even if you Google Earth it and have a look, mm. there's just so many little areas. I've never, ever Googled Earth, never been on it. Really? But, yeah, I, I was watching a uh, YouTube video the other day where this lad's walking along. He's just land-based fishing and got some lovely fish. And uh, he said, I found this spot on Google Earth. And, um, and it makes, a, as a fishing nut, I'm like, I why do don't I utilise this incredible yeah. tool? I still look at it. Um, and I also look at it for metal detecting, and as oh. as some of our mates are right into it as well, Jay and and Andy and all those guys getting yeah. into it. Another thing I look at is um, the Townsville um, planning page. Go to the council, Townsville council. Go to their mapping and, and planning. And you can actually pull photos up from 1930. Yeah, right. And, and start looking at your suburb or around Townsville, and then slowly progress it. Incredible. And and mm. to now day and see your house. That'd be very what, interesting. It's cool, yeah. mate. It's yeah. really really cool. The yeah. park near my joint in Currajong's been there for about seventy years. Yeah. Even before my house, there was a little scratching of a park there. So yeah. <laughs> so that type of stuff is is invaluable. And if I'm oh. going, if I'm going to a, a new creek, like I went when I went up the Cape the other year. 
um, I plucked out a couple of areas and looked at the creeks and the For roads sure. going into them and yeah. and stuff like that. So well, very, it, very it was handy. just looking down. It was just a fishing mega. Yeah, all of this and all offcuts coming from Wallace's and the whole Burdekin out there, and you can see the main Burdekin. It's a it's a good thing, and it's just like oh man, there's got to be some barriers. <laughs> oh yeah, and there is. There, there is. is. There's lots of fish all through there. Yeah, but like you said, access is is hard. Well, access the thing, go. and and you, you're at your own risk. Even own the peril. best of them get stuck out on the sandbars, heading around to the well, and all the that, creeks. That, and let's be for me, that's what keeps me at bay. That's what stops me from going jumping down there to going because yeah. I hear the horror stories, yeah. whether they're made up or not. But then you talk to close mates who do fish it. Who go, no, you really got to know the joint. Yeah. You know, whereas you drop in at Wallace's, for instance, and it's just like dropping in the Morrissey's or Horton. You're okay. You can navigate that. Yeah, okay. But that's not where most of them want to go. They want to go to a little bit more untouched. The Burdekin. Yeah. Now all the people down the Burdekin hate us. No. No, they've, they've got a lot of nice areas. You would, you Beautiful would think, areas. Like a, a lot of the Burdekin cane farmers that listen to the show have got um, some really nice little stretches in amongst their cane when it rains gets yeah. a lot of good yeah. and i speak to them they get a nice good flow of of fresh water running through the cane and Definitely. into a little creek and then they have it she's awesome on well that's yeah. that's yeah. maddie from a and b's hometown and he yeah. certainly has that area sussed and i love watching him fish them big lay down clumps of timber in the middle of uh, a system that as he said will often move from uh, one flood to yeah. another but in that time the barrows make it their home and um, and it's amazing. Hey, we're, before the show started, you told me a really interesting thing. We won't mention names or anything about... Uh, uh, oh, first of all, now, contentious topic for six months running, and we won't spend too much time on it. Live target or not live target? For me, uh, no point live targeting when I'm surface fishing. No, <laughs> so, for sure. So, uh, probably no. No. Um, I just think, I don't know, it, it takes away your, your kind of your instincts of fishing, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, takes the fun out of it as well you could probably almost i haven't been in a boat to experience so i probably can't comment too much don't, no fair enough don't get me wrong it'd be cool to you know target fish specifically but yeah also like the surprise of the hit definitely well. yeah now one of a, a very well-known fishermen around the traps mentioned to you because we're talking about the mako uh, the mako the the bull shark the bull problem, sharks yeah which are a problem and he found because he's very diverse with the with live target uses it utilizes it very very well he said he actually hooks the barrel and he watches it and he sees the bull sharks come in yeah so then he will free spool it correct yeah i know a couple of lads that are doing that yep. now just it's just just for something different yep so free spool the barrel yeah let it go back to its school or to wherever it's going in its safe area yep then all of a sudden the barrel sits still stops all of its panic yeah, just re- sonar going out. Yeah, and the bull shark's like, oh, what? There's no danger. There's no distress. All right. So well. then the bull shark disappears, yeah. and then click it in the gear and go hell for leather. <laughs> get that get it in sucker as quick as you can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and you know what? It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I've seen the boys do it with Spaniards when the shark's up its backside. Just open the bar arm and let that thing go. Give it yeah, half a chance. Okay. Yeah, right. Give it half a chance. Yeah. So yeah, amazing. I've man. done it. I've done it with like hooking barra. And you know you see a boat come past, yep. and you, you don't want to see them. That you, you know you're fighting a fish, so yeah. you just clicked it into gear. And it's been shallow enough to, to watch the fish 
and just to see the fish just sit in the same spot. Yeah. What happens when they go, hey, that's Jimmy, come over for a chat? Yeah, well, then you just kind of let it in freezeball for a bit longer and uh, <laughs> you kind of like keeping a side eye on the fish, making sure she's not going to weave you into the mangroves. But... Well, and just start talking real strange to her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just... Just, uh, yeah, just start to lick you out away from the spot a bit. And, yeah. <laughs> I, I do that. I If I'm sitting on a school of barrows, I just sit down like I'm bait fishing for boats yeah. coming. And I did it one day around from Morrissey's and Jason Little come around the corner and goes, Gaz... Stop it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Making out. Yeah. Sorry. So we're yeah. having a good whole yarn before he moved away. Notice yeah. that's what I did when you came up and saw me that day too. Yeah, I I'm pretended just I was taking a crap. Yeah, and I'm motoring along and I said to Kaylin, I think that's Jimmy sitting there. And we had a good laugh. We had a good chin wag and a good laugh sitting yep. there. You looked a good one that day too. But did I? Oh, it looked <laughs> you, good. Yeah, oh, I made it look good, mate. No, I did the polite thing and I said, hey, Jim, I know you're fishing here. I'm pushing right in here. <laughs> I said, no, do you mind if I have a fish? And we sat there. Oh, we had a chat for a bit. Yeah, you know, I think we, we had a good, good Well, I had a good little session. You had a great Yeah, session. I actually tried to get you to come into my boat and no, fish here. No, I wouldn't do that, mate. I, I'd just sit away. You were there first. And, and we got a little rat and a few bumps so yeah. but yeah it's uh it's politeness yeah, I, it's, you were there i would sooner not be there but it, you said no it's not a problem and it actually had, can't it made my afternoon yeah like, we had a good laugh yeah, we were hanging we were slinging it from boat to boat yeah god forbid another boat rocked up they, <laughs> oh, they, they would have they hated it yeah <laughs> what we are were, these two blokes doing <laughs> oh listen to them having a crack at each other oh yeah no nah, <laughs> she was a good old afternoon. it was funny because jim was getting a few good hits and getting some fish and i'm just sitting there because we were uh, sitting away and Jim would be there going, oh, I got it, and releasing it. And I'd be sitting there going, oh, the old fake strike. And Jim would say, you on? <laughs> no, mate. No, mate. <laughs> no, mate. Hey, and if anyone's got any questions for Jim today, want to know anything about frogging or so forth, hey, uh, don't hesitate to give us a call. And we will take the call uh, during non-air breaks. So that is 47244824. Any questions whatsoever, 47244824. And as Gaz and I always say, because we're big advocates of men's health and women's health, everyone's health, if you're struggling, need to find a little bit of comfort, don't forget 131114 in Lifeline. These people are absolutely amazing and, and can put a little bit of light in your day. Hey, uh, 131114. Got a text yesterday. Did you now? I did. ET was coming through town. I know, and we missed it. We had to, I had to You're flick. You're a big name dropper. I had to flick him. Message and says, hey, Gaz, you and Marty want to catch up for a coffee? And mm. I was on the island. Yeah. So I had to flick him as he went through yep. through town. For That's him. right, next time. I told him we'll give him a ring and have a chat next week about his trip up at Cairns. He's just yeah, that'll so. be good fun. That'll yeah. be good fun. Hey, we're going to have a little chat to Rising Sun Marine today. We're going to have a chat to Fran from Motor Marine. And Ren? we're going to call Ren, yeah, uh, some former Mr Cure Stars now, who's putting his finger back into the pie yeah, tentatively. Uh, some pretty big news from the federal government Indeed. Of, about Wonderful money news. And, and stuff for DIPG, I think is yeah. what Ren yep. is. And I read, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it'll be nice to just touch base with Ren and just see where everything's heading with the Cure Starts now. Most definitely. Um, Jimmy, any particular braid that you like to use? Um, oh, like brand wise, or just yeah, brand oh, and, and color. Yeah, like so we know ten pound. Yeah, ten pound, or obviously the fins four pound. Yeah, which those that know probably breaks at about ten or fifteen pound anyway. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, not really. Hey, norm normally, um, uh, just whatever's on special. 
Yeah. Not really. Uh, there's, oh, uh, sorry, the suffix, I think it's the 832. 832. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Um, the it's second, a wonderful braid, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the second batches. The first one's had a few dramas, but the, yeah. the, the newest stuff, well, new, probably a few years old now, but yeah, yeah that seems to be really smooth and, and cool. really nice to use. So I've been running Tasline uh, okay. for a little bit. I love it. I think it's great. And and Gaz runs his... Um, you run it. Yeah, you Yuzuri. Yuzuri braid. Yeah, yeah. got some blue Yuzuri on there. Yeah, yeah and I've got a bit of. Do you, do you, can you see the blue easy enough? I can't see the lure, mate. So please, <laughs> yeah. No, I, you you can't see it at all. Can't see it. In see, the world. I. Yeah, no, no, but, but like visually, I like to be able to see no, my, my I, braid. It doesn't bother me. I just doesn't bother no. you. Do you like to be able to see your braid? It depends on what style of fishing. Yeah. If it's surface fishing, it doesn't bother me. But if you're, no. if you're jigging or something like that... Then for sure. Then, yeah, I don't mind seeing it mm. yep. um, through the water Have column. you ever thought of frogging with mono just for that maybe a bit of stretch hookup? Oh, he wants to get the fish in the boat, guys. Yeah. I know, but like you always say, that worry about that when you hook it up. Of course. Yeah, Good it's answer. probably a bit too stretchy for me. Is it, yeah? Um, I think what some, some of that mono, can, 10 metres will stretch a metre. Yeah, yeah, you get about you know? 10%. Yeah. Um, in, so in it can it, be... So. Yeah, so probably, probably not, and probably because it's it's in the timbers and stuff as well. Um, some of that low stretch platypus or so because I, I the reason I was thinking is for a, a hookup rate because with my you see people marlin fish with with braid and I I still use mono for my marlin yep. mackerel everything I'm um, just for that stretch yeah. and I'm thinking you fishing close like you do um, there's not a lot of line out and and the hookup rate I don't know whether it'd be better it's the fight look at the Bass Pro circuit they still on ninety percent of them are mono. But, you know, bass don't pull back either. So... Yeah, I like to be in charge of the lure and, yeah. the, and the hook a bit yeah. more than, you know, by using yeah. braid and stuff. So when I, when, I, when I pull it back on a strike, it's, it's going to yeah. come my way. Yeah. It's not going to stay there. Yeah, and just... Uh, yeah. But on the... With the mono that we're talking about on the American, on the Bass Pro Circuit, it, that's not normal mono, is it? They're using uh, fluorocarbon, for, well, straight through fluorocarbon. Uh, a lot of, a lot of the, the, the popular mono line... In America is a company called Strin. Yeah, yeah. And they have a copolymer line. Copolymer. Yeah. Yep. And whether the bass guys are using that, I don't know. You, The only way to know would be to look at their boat. There's probably a big Strin sticker there somewhere. Yeah. And at, at one stage there many years ago, Strin was the leading um, copolymer mono line. Because you can get it in mono, you can get it in copolymer, yeah. you can get a few. Um, in America, it was the biggest selling line. We used to have it at the tackle store. When I when I had 7 to 7, we had Strin on the shelf. Yeah. Okay. And it came in a few different colours. It had a With really... With fish shape on it, hasn't yeah, it? had yeah. a really um, orangey Jaffa orange. Um, and when you run your finger over the copolymer, it's like a coating over it. It was just totally different. Yeah. A little bit more springier if it, if it bunched up than mono, but yep. a really, really nice line. Hmm, Beautiful. Well, and that was the biggest selling line in the states back then i couldn't tell you what is now I've, i haven't got the finger on the pulse like that but, yeah but stren made a beautiful line then they delved into braid but their braid wasn't as good mm. as some of the braids on the market back then no, fair enough tell me why spin um okay like for me it'd be natural to pick up a bait caster and, and try and hop it in or is it just so much easier with a spin it's it's easy from for me i mean everyone's got their preference I most people are using spin yeah i haven't nailed the uh, art of skip casting with a bait caster um also too like just 
using four pounds so much, generally that's how it started, just using a spin stick. Yeah. Um, you get to control that. I could probably control it just as well, if not better, than a bait caster with yeah. the amount of line that comes off. You know, with your trigger finger yeah. that holds the line on your cast, we actually throw that finger out to feather the line to slow the lure down. Gotcha. Mid-cast, stuff like that. Um, and it's fun. For me, it's, it's it's fun to use. Fighting a fish on spin is good yeah, fun. Yeah, it's fun. I'm not sure if it's because I do it so regularly with a baitcaster that it changes as good as a holiday sort of a thing. Yeah. And it, it, it just, it you, is good fun in it. You don't see a lot of frogging with no. a baitcaster, but I no. don't know. I, I, I don't do enough of it, but I would think, and I use spin when I have an effort at it, Yeah. Um, I would think, um, a bit more ease of like you guys skip I can't skip them like you guys do but you open a bail arm and skip a, a frog under mm. it's just there's no inertia there's nothing off that spool you yeah. try and do that with a bait caster you've got to have your thumb on the spool yeah. it's got the weight of pulling the line off the drum yeah and you um, hit the stick and all of a sudden yeah, she's, she's yeah where a spin <laughs> you know if your frog hits throwing spin that barrel's not going to keep rolling nah. it just stops so yeah. i just think ease of casting yep. with spin that's that's why when i have a bit of a crack at frogging definitely is why I Th- there's been times too like you, you know you skip you skip casting you're skipping frogs way back into into strike zones where you know you think oh there's going to be a fish there yeah. there's going and then there isn't so you cast in there again and then you get actually i get quite angry and go you know what i'm just going to send it with two hands as hard as i can <laughs> And you oh. just send it all the way back, and you get to, you can't even see the lure, but you can hear it, and you think, "Hey, here we go." But when that lure comes back out of there with nothing, you just go, oh, "What? Time yeah. to move on." There you go. <laughs> I remember we were having a chat in Tackle World probably eighteen months ago or so. I did, I, not long after I got my eyes done yeah. and the new lenses in my eyes, I mean, and I was talking to Jim about frogging, and I said, oh, "I want to have a crack at this." And we went up to Hinchinbrook, and me and Kayleen are drifting along a shallow, a shallow bank with a bit mm. of water, and I actually could see the barrows when I got yeah. my lenses done. I could actually see fish, and I oh, could see the bottom, <laughs> and I spotted a barra just tailing. Well, he wasn't tailing; he was just sitting yeah. under a tree, a little wispy tree at the edge of the mangrove line. And I drifted past, and I said to Kayleen, "There's a barra there." Mm. And we drifted past and I went back around on the motor. And it's still sitting there. It never moved. And I said, this is awesome. So I sat there and I flicked the frog past it. And just just to be able to see it, I walked that frog past its nose. And like you said, its head turns and it comes... Like I've seen your videos where that bar is at the side of the boat. And this thing came to the side of the boat and grabbed my frog but took off and jumped and spat yeah. it, which didn't bother me. It was the visual yes. sighting, walking that frog over yeah. its nose, that barra turning going, there's a crab or a frog, yeah. I'll have that, and, yeah. it, and it all worked to perfection. If, if that barra didn't want to be seen, it, crystal clear water, you wouldn't have seen it. Yeah. No, amazing. Oh, it was It can be there. like one single bit of timber. And you throw a lure, and all of a sudden the water lights up with a barrel on it. Yeah. Like, but where it, did that come yeah. from? But before I had my... You would have never seen that no, one. No, before my, I had the no. lenses done in my eyes, and this is... We spoke about it when I had it done, Jim. Like, I'd be fishing with Kayleen, and Kayleen would go, look at those barrels in the tree. I couldn't see it because my eyes were so... Lenses were so bad, every colour blended in. Oh, OK. And I couldn't see it. When I got new lenses put in my eye and I could ditch the long-distance glasses, the colours all popped. Yeah. So I could separate the leaves on the bottom. I yeah. could see the little brim swimming around. I could separate the barrows from You're the leaves. You're a brand new man. It was, mate. It yeah. was like that. That's it was so amazing. Good. And then when that I seen that barra and walked that frog over it, I went, wow, mm. this is um, something special. This and, is fun. And that's another thing why it's like I 
that that video I made that, uh, that day up at Hinchy, I pretty much chucked surface lures all day. Yeah, and that's and that and that you did, yeah, which is against the rules. <laughs> it's not, and that's yeah, and that's the reason is because. You know, if you get 10 follows and 10 hits on a surface lure compared to, like, a prawn or, or a paddle tail, yep. even those instances where, you're like, you're, you're coaxing that fish towards the boat and you think, well, it hasn't eaten it yet. When's it going to eat? And then it still eats it at your, at your, yeah. at the rod tip. Yeah. Yeah, you miss it, but you go, that whole thing was cool. Like, yep. I could do that all day and not catch one. Yeah. Now, here comes a bit of a contentious one. This is a slap in the face kind of for some of the um, our listeners that sent us messages because one of the messages we got, look, if you're throwing at a drain, mm. you're chasing barra. End of story. Mm. Now, on one of your videos, you're like, I often chase jacks. Yeah. And then you'll go and prove it yeah. by not getting one but two proper jacks. Yeah. Out of drains with not a mangrove in sight. Yeah. So I got six that afternoon. Six that six afternoon. Six jacks. Yeah. Unfortunately, because all off the drains. All off the drains. Unfortunately, because of the GoPro overheating and stuff, and yep. and because it's you can, you can cast at these drains, and it might only be like the sixth or seventh cast that the fish will eat. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not running a GoPro all day. Unfortunately. No, of course not. So it's hard to actually capture those things on film. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, half a dozen good jacks that afternoon on the drains. Amazing. Um, that they were barren. And there's not a mangrove in sight. Not You've got dirty water. Yep. It is dirty water runoff. Well, it's, it's yeah, dirty but it's with an incoming tide, so you're getting that clean water. Look, and we, we won't bullshit. We found some barrows too. Yeah, there were barrows there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So no 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 no. Get away. Yeah. <laughs> but it's But the you're jacks always, were there. You're yeah. always gonna do, you're always gonna find barrows. And our thing last week was what you do with the footage or what you do with the photo was more the thing. Yeah, yeah for sure. You're always gonna go you get your happy snap, but but when you film it and then mm. put it up and there's one one jack and five barras in your video. Yeah. I think that was that, more towards that one person who said, if you throw at a drain, there's only one thing you're doing. Whereas Jimmy no, clearly says, Jimmy, before, no. yeah. before we had our topic, yeah. he said, I'm going to go for a jack in this drain. I used to get annoyed with it, like I was we're talking before the show. I used to get annoyed with it, with the jacks, because, you know, June, July, yeah. targeting barras on the drains you'd get nothing but jacks. You'd see barra, and the barra would, by the time the barra would turn and look and follow the lure or show any yeah. interest, a jack would come out of nowhere yeah. and get it, and you're just like, can you go away, please? Like, I don't want yeah. you guys. Yeah. Um, and it was, you, that was an amazing day. Like, that water clarity was yeah. gorgeous. It was yeah. that right colour, to the point where you could actually see the snake drain yeah. where you want it to yeah. be. Because that's what they do. They sit, when we say a snake drain, normally that's, what, a foot and a half wide? Oh, even less. Even less? Yeah, anywhere from a foot to a foot and a half. Right, so and it's across the flat, it's 20 centimetres. Yeah. But inside that drain, you've got another foot. Yeah, oh, definitely. And, yeah, the, yeah. and the barras and the jacks sit inside yes. that. So when you can slightly see that snake, so half the time your lure's not even in it because you can't follow no. the snake. But you're hoping that it comes over the top. And even then, like, I think one of the jacks, the first jack, he, like, you're in a... Uh, on the actual flat itself, but it's come tearing out yeah. of the drain. That's yep. like that's spectacular fishing. Yeah, it that's is. Really, it's super and then you're fun. fighting this big red dog. Mm. You see it on its side. Like that looked like monster when I first saw. Yeah. How big is that bastard? Yeah. You know, and it was still a good fish. You know, 45. Anyone who says that's yeah. not a jack is. Yeah, they're great lucky, jacks. Yeah, lucky person. Yeah. When was the last time you ate one? Do you eat them, or no. is that your rule? I don't eat them. Oh, no, no, you can't. Well, I, I, I can't do it. I caught. I remember my first. Plus 50 centimetre jack I caught up the Hinchinbrook. Mm. 52 on four pound on a little Cultiva yeah. popper with the standard hooks. The thing came out and ate it and I thought it was a finger mark. And that thing, 
I dragged it to the middle of the river to try and net it to get it away from yeah. the sticks, and it just seemed to dodge the net forever. And I just thought these things are wicked yeah. smart. There, you got it in the boat. You know that is a wicked fish. Yeah. And you're going to kill something like that. But then, too, like their, their growth rate's pretty slow um, as well for mangrove jack. They don't grow as fast as yeah. finger mark. Yep. I've eaten jacks before. I love them. Don't get me wrong. But it's just a little thing out of respect. Hey, that's bloody yeah. oath. If you're yeah. a finger mark, you're dead. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you're coming yeah. home with me. Yeah. You know, my wife and my little daughter loves fish and finger mark. So, yeah. Yeah. They'll, um, Probably the home. best fish eating fish Beautiful. for creek. Yeah, and, and and inshore blue water. Yeah, plus you don't you don't get a lot of yield off a forty five centimeter jack or any forty five centimeter fish. You need to take two yeah. at least. Yeah. Um, and I just think you know coming home with one jack, you know, well, it's not really a meal for two people, kind of thing. So no, fair just, enough. Just let it. It's and it's easy. You get home, you clean the boat, and that's it. Don't yep. fill it fish. Fifty two centimeter jack was yeah. your first. Big well, one. Yeah. It's a good memory. One that you'll never forget. Never forget. I just wish I was better at taking photos back then. No, yeah. so. Um, well, I used to keep my meter barrel, being oceanics, yeah. definitely. Used to keep them. And, uh, and then I remember the first time in season when I released my first one because yeah. I put that slot limit on my boat. And there was a kick out of that. Yeah, I'll never 100%, forget that one. Yeah, yeah exactly so. right. And that's why I guess we do it. And there's kudos to a lot of the new anglers, the new age anglers. They've got like slot limits and then yeah. own little rules and little things that they do. And. and you know, to, yeah. to, to, to sustain. It, I give them kudos as long as they yeah. don't knock someone who does keep a yeah. meter yeah. 90 because it's legal. It's yeah. funny you say that, Jim. I do some talks with Grumpa, with yep. their field officers throughout the year, and and that's what I say to them. The new age guys and girls um, release a lot of fish yeah. com compared to the uh, the old school. Like it, there's still a lot of old school people that release a lot of fish. Um, but, yeah, the old school mentality was, was fill the esky. The, yeah. new, the new is take one or two home, which but there's nothing wrong with filling the esky because no, you're allowed to do that. For sure. But the the, the mood and the mindset changes. Yeah. has changed I think it depends on bit. your family. Like my family are fish eaters. Yep. They, they love, mum and dad love fish. My sisters love fish. My family love fish. I'm taking yeah. fish home. But yeah. see the and if they don't, there's no point. Yeah, the other the other month when me and Kayleen went out the shoals and got the Red Emperor and the big largemouth nanny mm. and, a, and a decent-sized sweetie, for us, that's enough. Yeah, that that was more than enough for yeah. us. Yeah, you got a few I could fillets have, there. Yeah, I could have stayed there and got another couple of big largemouth, another yeah. couple of emperor, and whatever. Yeah, but that was more than enough for us and fan some off to the kids. Next window of weather opportunity. Oh, I'll go out and get another couple, yeah. hopefully. And that's and that's the thing too. Like with when it comes to the shoal fishing and anything out wide, you don't know when your next weather window is no, going to be. So it. you're well within your rights to to follow the legal limits. I yeah. think. Um, some people do, some people don't. That's that's up to yeah. them. If you uh, mate, mate, I look at it this way, like um. Say, Journey Smith's got a eight metre reef boat and yeah. five mates, and it's going to cost them five or six hundred bucks to get out there. Yeah, you yeah, you'd take your two take mackerel. It. Whereas me, <laughs> yeah, take, <laughs> take your two mackerel and but, but, but get your reds, get your trout, um, get your bag Jimmy. limits. But me going out to the shoals cost me forty bucks yeah. in my tub. So so horses for courses and different Most scenarios definitely. there. But I don't have a problem with with. Johnny Phil and his esky. No, that's yeah, not yeah. a problem. Each to their own. Especially the rules. Yeah, especially these days, mate. When you go to the supermarket and you see a T-bone steak for twenty-five bucks. Yeah, one go, single. Yeah, you go. Oh, crikey. I mean, I start to look at it now. Well, fuel prices. You know, am I going to spend yeah. two hundred bucks to drive to Hinchinbrook to get frustrated at fish and then come home empty-handed? Mate, that's <laughs> you won't be able to help yourself. Cause no, it's exa in it's exactly, it's right. exactly yeah. the same thing. It's yeah. like, what do we and do? You, sit we, at home and be frustrated? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah, you're right because my boat's eighty liters. And if I do a, a, a Hingerbrook trip, diesel's two bucks. Yeah, man. And I've got 80 litres in the car, yep. so I fill the car, there's 160. Fill the boat with fuel, that's $1.70. Yeah. There's 
120. But if we let that dictate us, we no, don't. That's exactly. You that's never it. live. And, and it's the same you as it's the same as um, like a beer. Sixty bucks a, a slab. Is it? I don't yeah. drink, mate. I wouldn't know. Well, that's your problem. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's the here, same. Here, Jim. It's the same as a couple of sites I look at that um, travelling Australia. Yeah. And people are worried about oh the price of fuel at oh. at Barra Creek or so, mate. If you got to worry about yeah, how much be fuel. There. Don't go. That's like our, like our weeper trip, you know. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuel's going to be expensive up there, so. Yeah. It's a necessity. Let's come it. back and talk about that weeper trip. We're uh, nearly... We're, we're over seven time for our ad eight. breaks. So yeah. we are indeed. We're going to knock that over. When we come back, I think we might uh, catch up with Ren, if that's okay. Yeah, mate. Give we'll Ren give a uh, young Ren a call, and then we'll catch up with the rest of our guests later on the day. We do hope you're enjoying our episode this morning. In the meantime, we're going to play a little bit of Jimmy Buffett. Uh, this is his new song, which Jim was wondering about because he is dead, but it is his new song. Good on you, Jimmy. We miss you, brother.
everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carpet. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477-999-900. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. Now at Harvey Norman, bonus pre-Christmas delivery on selected in-stock fridges and freezers. Guaranteed. Get a great deal on a fridge. And if it's in stock, we guarantee to deliver it before Christmas. Whether you're after a French door, side-by-side, top mount or bottom mount, or wine cabinet, we have stock available for immediate delivery. Huge range. All the latest from all the big brands. And if it's in stock, get bonus local pre-Christmas delivery on selected fridges. Guaranteed. Hurry. Limited time only at Harvey Norman. Conditions apply. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We're sitting here with Jimmy Falkenberg from Jim's Fishing YouTube channel, Instagram. We're talking all things frogging and soft plastic. Have you got Ren on the line? I do indeed. Morning, Ren. I'm fantastic, mate. We're fantastic. Some pretty good news for you guys at the Cure Starts Now during the week. Yeah, but, mate, it, it's got the, the fingerprints of the fishing show and yourself all over it, Kaz. Oh, I know. Um, so are most cars around town <laughs> too, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's not funny. Only the, not only the cars. <laughs> this will be the last ever show at the Anchor Fishing Show. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah, if you've got a new park in your suburb and you want us to come and do a few donuts, just give us a yell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dear um, Let it go, Ren. Back, I think in 2016-ish or 2015-ish, um, I brought up a scientist called Maria Soli, who uh, we did a, a good chat in the studio yes. there with Maria. She comes from, uh, originally from, from um, Greece, and she uh, had a fishing background with her family. Yes. But she... During the week, her team, uh, last week, excuse me, her team just received a $700,000 grant that was directly off the back of the fundraising that we did uh, here in Townsville, guys. So our convoy for the cure and and, and the the lures and the shirts that that you helped and Cherie helped sell for us and all that stuff collectively, 
Yes. Uh, started this research project, guys, and the federal government has just got behind it in a big way and just thrown an additional three quarters of a million dollars behind this pro- uh, project that was uh, started here in Townsville in our backyard. So I just yeah. wanted to thank you for that, guys, because you've been with us since day dot and um, yourselves and all the fishing fraternity uh, have played a, a vital role in saving the lives of, of kids here in Townsville, Queensland and across Australia. So I just wanted to thank you guys. Thanks for that, mate. No, we it was to our heart, you know that. We're many of time in the studio, we've all shed a tear while talking about um, what you went through and what other families go through. So, mate, it was... Um, we're always here for you, you know that, and we're always here for the cure, not a problem at all. And did you know when, when Maria was up, lovely lady Maria was... I think she was, liked me. Well, I had to block her on Facebook. Oh, yeah, me Yeah, too. stalker, mate. Oh, yeah, the control. Those scientists, stalkers. No, she was a lovely lady. And I do remember her saying her family um, were, were from Greece, were a fishing family way, way back. So, so yeah, it was great to have her in, and we're so glad that things happen. Um, our little small things lead into big things. So, no, really good that that's happened for you, mate. Well, well mate, they do. And it's not just for me. It, it, it's for the, the kids who are... Uh, uh, suffering terminal illness all across our country and it's um, fishing is a great outlet for, for these kids. When my daughter was dying I used to carry her down on the beach down there at Black River and I've got photos of her holding little little jacks and little broom and stuff like that and, and fishing is such an important part of of, of our life um, yeah. and yeah, just thank you guys and another great show this morning um, in a way I kind of feel sorry for Jimmy there putting up with you pair but uh, <laughs> he can copy you with your thick skin Jimmy mate, it's an edu- the whole ad break all we do is apologise to him <laughs> it's an education and Jimmy knows that <laughs> yeah 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 no, it's, it, it, it's a great show it's a great show hey um, mate uh, have you been stalking Marty's favourite spot during the week yeah, went to cattle on Wednesday. How'd you go? Uh, did you get permission? Yeah, we did, okay. Who did, did you ask if you could go there, Ren? <laughs> uh, a mate of mine's you know, got a key, but um, yeah, there's, there's a few. There's a few little sort of private ramps there. Oh, oh you we had a little private ramp, did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's know, lovely. Good for you, Ren. Hey, hey. All right, buddy. See you later. Uh, hey, Ren, now you've got yeah, yeah. your helicopter licence. Have you been flying around landing at any little spots to throw a lure or are you just looking? No, mate, I, I haven't flown in a couple of months, Gav. Um, I have. I've got some good spots earmarked. Yes. Some, you know, there's some stunning spots within the stone's crow of, of the city centre, mate. Yeah. Um, I've, I've taken I've taken some videos, but with the... With the the phone and the GoPro and Jimmy will appreciate this. They kind of not really focus on those, those distance. Um, you know, you can fly over a, a little creek and, and film them there, but because you're that sort of um, couple of hundred feet away or a hundred feet away, they don't pick them up as clear. You kind of yeah. need a, a, yeah, a more professional lens. Um, but but no, there's there's some red hot spots around Gaz. But mate, I haven't been flying for a few months. I've um, I'm back driving down the port at the, at the moment, just filling a few little gaps in there. Oh, awesome. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll look at doing something next year. And um, it's, been a, it's been a bit of a topsy-turvy year for, for yes. you know, a lot of people. And, yes. Um, How's your stuff going? Yeah, mate, I moved, moved out um, into a new house here at Bushland Beach. Moved out from, um, I moved from the 1920s into the 2020s, put it that way. Oh, that'll be nice, mate. 
<laughs> Mate, you know we're uh, you know we're only a phone call away if you need help with anything. Bullshit. Oh, no, no. Marty said no way. unless you can get him into the private ramp up at cattle, he's doing nothing <laughs> for you. Yeah, well I'll let you know next time we next time we go. There was another sort of prominent YouTuber down there on the on the day doing quite well and yeah, just just a beautiful day. The bloody water temperature, Marty, was thirty one point thirty one between mm. That's gotta be borderline too hot. Yeah, well, it was, mate. We were kind of, we got a couple early on in the in the day, yeah. and amazingly, we only fished till lunchtime. Never caught one single jack all day. It was really, really weird. That is weird. Because um, normally they're quite common down there, you know. They are. Um, it's a beautiful place for get, them. Yeah, you get cricket scores of them there, so yep. it's kind of strange. But I think the water was just too hot. Next and time, in that in that case, when it's that hot, go right up the top. Go from where you lose the mangroves into the pandanus. The water's always a lot cooler up there from the uh, from the fresh coming down from the mountains. Well, that's Even where we started. And right. we got a couple there straight up. Yeah. And then we kind of worked our way up to the, the mouth over the course of the morning and just yep. got less and less as time went on. But um, it did... It did that was the um, the go-to spot, as you, as you just mentioned there. Yeah. And it's, it's so nice. There. It, the water, everything was nice, but I just think a little bit too hot. And we're probably fishing a little shallow, too. We probably should have been fishing a bit deeper with that hot water. Yes. Um, in hindsight. Yeah, yeah, but probably. Good day. Yeah, good on you. That's where them gators are, too. So you've got to be extra wary up top there. Oh, yeah, yeah. We saw three. Well, but that's just part and parcel. Part there, and parcel. There. It makes your day, I yeah. reckon. Hey, thanks, yeah, Ren. Yeah. It has been fantastic no. talking to you, and congratulations on, on the next step forward. No, thank you, guys. And just on, on behalf of, of all the listeners, just a Merry Christmas to, to, to you guys. The work you do is not taken for granted, and it's just uh, you, you guys do such a, a fantastic job and play uh, such a special role for, for, um, for so many people on a Saturday morning, guys. So, yeah, walk tall. Legend. Good thanks, on you, Len. Good on you, Ren. See you, buddy. Good on you. Bye, Bye, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. See you, mate. There's Ren. Gentlemen. He is, mate. He's this a lovely bloody bloke. Awesome, and as we've mate. always said, and he knows, we're, he only has to pick up that phone and we're there. Most definitely. Hey, got a rather interesting uh, message, and um, it's, a, it's a good one too. Let me just uh, read it. And this was from Jim and Rhonda. Remember before we are talking about um, Google Earth? Yes. He's got a better one. I'm not sure if you boys have been on it. This will be interesting. He says, instead of checking Google Earth, go to try Queensland Globe, Globe uh, because you can zoom in and it's a lot closer. That's the government one, Queensland Globe. <laughs> Jimmy, you're smiling. I didn't want to say that website. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> That's all good. Nah, it's a free website. It's yeah. free. Queensland yeah. Globe's free. But yeah. I don't think you can go back as far in photos as you can But why would you want it? Well, you... Check. So this is for a fishing thing. Yeah, yeah, but you, you can zoom in a lot. Yeah, but you can go. You can sorry, go, sorry, everyone. You can go, Jim. You can go to Google Earth, and then you can pull back satellite photos from ten years ago, and then you go through those. Where's that dump button? You go, you go through those blocks of photos, and you can eventually find a low tide or a a half tide, and then see yeah. which way the channel goes. Yeah, yeah. There's a little thing down in the bottom corner and you, you click on that it brings up a spread bar with dates on it for sure so you can go right back look at you using yeah, the internet for good yes <laughs> it's yeah. all good it's all yeah. good jim i don't well not all but yeah. a lot i only use i'm that. gonna call fran where you boys have a chat 
Oh, there you go. Had they just cut that one short? Yeah. Hey, uh, Muddy brought up about um, the sinkers, mate, and um, whether with your frogs you'd put a lighter sinker on the nose just to hold the nose down, or when when do you pull out a ball sinker or a little split shot or any time, or do you even do that? No, I I don't even use the little. I think it's the the headlocks. Yeah, the hooks with the weights on yep. them. I don't. Yeah, to, I mean they probably do work. Um, from my experience, they yeah whether I'm using them too heavily or yeah um, yeah I didn't didn't uh, rate them as such just an unweighted hook. Yep. Um, more natural for me. Um, if they do flip upside down, you know I've worked out a technique to to, to write them as well. There's a thing with mine, they'll flip upside yeah. down, and, and I'll be two foot. Out of the snag before By the time they... it right, yeah, it always happens. It, do it... you loop them or do you tie direct to the hook to? No, do loop. A li- I do a you loop. You put knot. the loop. Yeah, loop not on everything. Is mainly. there a is there a way when you tie that standard old loop that you tie it a certain way that doesn't stop them rolling over, or they're going to roll over onto their back all the time? Yeah, because that's... I find that the most frustrating. Yeah, thing. I've had a lot of comments and a lot of questions in regards to that. It's yep. just one of those things where if I'm um. If I'm bringing the lure out at a rate of knots ch- targeting jacks, technically it doesn't really matter which way the, yep. the lure is sitting. You know, you, if you can get your rod tip up on the angle, it'll still create the disturbance in yep. the water. But in, when it's slowing down for Barry, you can just I just one or two good pops and she tends to right oh, right herself. Me. It does. It like, can be frustrating. I'm, I'm not a good at skipping them, but I'll skip it under a little spot and I'll be white and it's upside You're down. You're certainly low enough to the water though, Gaz, which will make life easier. I have to take a six foot ladder with me. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, friend from Motor Marine. How are you this morning? Good morning. Good morning. I'm well. Oh, fantastic. We are well. We're having a great show. You've got us up yeah. on, on the radio. The wireless is on in the shop this morning. <laughs> yes, I always listen to you. Ah, you're it's a good girl. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. How have sales been going? Yeah, it is. It you is. Know, well, this time of the year, yeah, always very busy. So uh, mm. we're very appreciative, yes, that uh, things are still going nice and strong. Definitely. Plenty of boats yeah. and motors coming into the store? So I think that's it for the year for yep. boats. Motors do come in still regularly. Yes. Uh, and on that note... Uh, I did want to just mention that we have our promotion, our Mercury promotion that finishes next Friday. Fill us in on it. On the 15th of December. So it's been going for some time. We're nearly at the end of it now. Uh, Massive savings. uh, For instance, on 150 horsepower, uh, over $2,000 savings. That's amazing. That is huge. And and all motors from 2.5 horsepower to the 150. Yeah, uh, have got uh, big discounts, so mm. that's um, that's very very exciting that they've kept going this, with this promotion and for another week. It's a brilliant promotion too. Yes, together with that, uh, also on the same day, the fifteenth, we have our Stacer promotion that ends. Yes. So uh, boats uh, from uh, four oh nine to five two nine that we have in store, a thousand dollars off. Okay. And. And bigger and bigger one are fifteen hundred dollars off. So, so, so when you put the the promo of the Mercury as well as the Stacer, it's massive savings at the moment. Very very good for for uh, everyone out there. That is brilliant. Really really yeah. is good. And what about our stock on our Garmin's and our Minkotas and even with the electrics with very, uh, motor guides etc. Stock. Yep. Yeah. Very good stock of uh, electronics and electric motors we yep. really haven't had any issue the last six months or so yeah uh, 
admin code is including. So I've got the, the whole range in stock. We even keep the 87-inch shaft, which is your 112-pound, uh, 36 volts. So that's um, that's always a popular one too. So yes. definitely there's, there's big savings because, as you know, the new models are coming out next year and uh, these are very well priced. They are super well yes. priced. It is brilliant. And I love going in there and seeing the range of all the different boat seats and everything that you have, have up on the wall there. We you do, cover we everything. We have a good range. Yeah, mm. yeah, we, we do. Um, very pleased. We've uh, just had a bit of a reshuffle in the showroom. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it's all new and different. And I think it looks good. Yeah, I think it looks um, good. Yeah, yeah. It does make the showroom look a lot bigger. We've got a few more boats uh, in, the, in the middle. So... Please come and have a look. Yep. Um, see our range. We uh, we do cover a, a very good range of boating accessories. I mean, we've been doing this a long time. We know what sells. We know what people want. Yes. So uh, yeah, please come and have a look. Come and say hello. Uh, we will be closed okay. between Christmas and New Year. Because everyone needs a break, friend. Yes, and we're all family here, so it just gives us an opportunity of everyone catching up. Yes. Uh, no one misses out on uh, get-togethers and, you know, going to Palaranda and Crystal Creek and Maggie and so forth. So Good on you. Yeah, it is, and it's, a, it's a nice time. It is a nice yeah, time, so. and you sadly did have a bit of a loss through the year, so this Christmas will be more important than anyone in a long time, mate. Yeah, very very tough year. Yes. Uh, so um, yeah, it, it and the, the, the first Christmas uh, without uh, a loved one is yeah, as you as you mentioned, is always the worst. So it is indeed. Yeah. But uh, we're thinking of you here at the fishing show, Thank and we you. absolutely love your sponsorship. Um, uh, we really really yeah, do appreciate it. We're We've, very happy uh, to be part of it. You guys are just fantastic for what you do for the whole community. So uh, very well done to everyone there. Um, so yeah, please please come and see us before the twenty second yes. of uh, of December. That'll be our last day, the Friday, the twenty second. Yes, we're going to knock off at one. We're <laughs> out of here, baby. <laughs> we'll be we'll be back on the second. Yes, uh, but but only limited staff. Our workshop will reopen and everyone back on the eighth. All right, so, fantastic. Yeah, well, please, we'll uh, we might get a hold of you again before then. Uh, don't forget, Gaz and I will have our Christmas Eve um, special that we do every year for a couple of hours, yes. which is normally from seven to nine or six to nine, maybe this year. So join into that with a couple of uh, couple of margaritas, Miss Fran. <laughs> don't ring in like my sister did last year, pissed as. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> you have a lovely day, and it's I been awesome. I don't need many drinks either, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friend. Have a great day. Take care, everyone. Thank you. Bye bye. bye. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> there we are. There's Fran from uh, Motor Marine, and she is a good sport. A couple of good deals getting around there. How good are them deals getting? Yeah. You know, two thousand up to one hundred and fifty horsepower, then a thousand dollars off the stasis. That's three k off for a package straight Just up before Christmas. Just to get Dad, you know? We'll take it. Bit of a stocking stuffer? We'll take it. Speaking of stocking stuffer, did our mate Ren uh, drop in um, a, a Chrissy present? It looks fantastic. Are we, you and I about to go through my package? There, <laughs> And then chocolates too, there. That, 
See. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the NQ Fishing Show. We're sorry about that. <laughs> I'm glad Gaz is uh, not, because Gaz would just continue to run with that. And so that I can get myself out of the trouble, we're going to go and uh, cross to a song and an ad break. And when we come back, we've got more fantastic fishing stories for you. And we're going to do everything to do with frogging and skip baiting and Hinchinbrook Channel. So uh, make sure you hang around and join us. We've got some great prizes to give away again this week. Good on you guys. We're having a ball here. Do you think that I could get some? Chicky, chicky. Maybe it's a little thing, guys. Sticky, sticky. You my electrical little bone flavor. I got to do you till the next song says ya. Yeah. And can I get a little zip, zip? Looky, looky. Maybe just a little uh, uh. Looky, looky. And what you say? It doesn't matter anyway. You won't do another piece of getting with me. You got the power. Oh, gee. I got the fever for the flavor of the cool cheese.
Hey, Wichay, Wichay, you mob. It's the one and only little Mace here. Stay tuned, kick back and crank up them speakers with D-Vibes and Easy Beasy on Delhi by Dark 107.1 FM 4K1G. Let's go. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carpet. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 900. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine with unbeatable savings. Nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. If you think all pizza ads are the same, try reading between the lines. Yummy, 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 yummy. Freshy, 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 fresh. Our pizzas aren't cardboard and are made from only fresh ingredients. I'm a big fat mama. I'm a fat and jolly chef. They're so yummy, we eat 100 of our own pizzas every day. Hey! Pizza Riviera for traditional Italian pizza and pasta, where you'll taste the difference, not the cardboard. Come to Pizza Riviera. La, 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 la. Come to Pizza Riviera. La, 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 la. Bellissimo. Station sponsor. During the wet season, conditions can change quickly. Make a plan now to stay safe on country. If you can, stock up on essentials so you can stay home in bad weather. If you need to be on the road, take food, water and medicine and let someone know where you're going. Listen out for warnings and be prepared to wait it out in a safe place. Remember, if it's flooded, forget it. Search flooded, forget it for more information. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And we missed our young lady last week, but this week we have Miss M from the Lucinda Fishing Lodge online with us. Good morning, M. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are we? Yeah, we're uh, fantastic. Hey, where were you last week? Oh, I, super busy. I've got a very busy schedule. No. <laughs> it was, uh, the, the school had finished and uh, we were off to Townsville for Charles's little friend's birthday party. So, yes, we were we were out having a day off. Uh, nothing wrong with that. How was the weather yeah. there this morning? Is it eerie or what? No, there's a little bit of a breeze, sun hmm. shining, hot but not too hot yet. So. Yep. Yeah, it just looks like another sunshiny summer's day. It does. We haven't actually mentioned this cyclone all morning, so... Um, oh, thank God. Yeah, I know. It's been a little bit ad nauseum. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, you know, it's one of those things that we've... I've spoken to so many people over the last week 
you know, they're, oh, what's the cyclone doing? And I, you know, crystal ball, we can't really tell. No. You know, it's, it's one of those things, a couple of days out, we'll know more. But, um, yeah. you know, at this stage, we just tell everyone to, you know, hang in there and, and wing it. And then when it gets a little bit closer, we, you know, pull the pin or if it Definitely. goes somewhere else, then we're lucky. But if not, then so be it. But well, what's the process? <laughs> the time in Lucinda. Yeah, definitely. What is the process there? Let's say in Dungeness, for instance, even though it's not a marina as such, there's all boats in Dungeness. Would do you would you find, let's say this this thing changes directions and, and we're right in the firing line, do people come down and move their boats further up or is or they move the, the oh, houseboats off the pontoon or what what happens? Oh, I think most people usually go up the creek somewhere and do the spider web of ropes and tie up and Yeah. You know take a deep breath in and hope for hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they do too. Yeah. But by the looks of it, guys, you were just showing me a map there, mate. Um, yes. That looks like Cairns right in the firing line. Oh, no, way above Cairns. Way above Cairns now. Yeah, Cooktown way, I reckon. Maybe okay. even north of Cooktown. Yep. And that's from the Typhoon Warning Centre, which is part of um, the US Navy and stuff which like that. Which is what everyone in They're the know seems to be chasing. They're following. fairly accurate. Yeah. Hey, Em. Well, there you go. Hey, guys. <laughs> oh, sorry about last night. Oh, that's he got drunk. What? He was what a little a bit drunk. What a disappointment I was. <laughs> you were, yeah. I know. I didn't yeah. see your message till this morning. That's the third phone call you've made like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> take, what happened? Take the tablet, Gazza. That's take what the happened. Tablet. <laughs> yeah, no, I forgot. I usually yeah, ring him every Friday. Yeah, I figured you'd be pretty busy. I, I was a bit sad I didn't have my usual Friday gas bag, but um, I got over it. I did send you some photos during the week of some new <laughs> oh Crocs. Marty, we found... I don't think I've ever seen anything so cringy. I, I open those photos and some things you just can't unsee. I, yeah, well, are, oh, some things you... You're the third person to say that this morning. Yeah, we are saying croc, C-R-O-C. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. clear that up. Well, yeah. I send... Uh, because M's a really croc on your feet nut. So we try yeah, and yeah. find the weirdest... <laughs> the weirdest crocs... I'm being trying to not get tongue-tied here. I send her the weirdest croc shots. Be very careful how you word this. Yes, and you I've know already that, cleared the air. I've you cleared know, the air. you know those um, things that everyone sticks on their crocs now. Those little yeah. Well, I found some that are like bony little toes <laughs> that oh, stick God. stick out the front. So when you're wearing oh, your crocs, oh, here we go. I it, know I'm going to be brought into this. You were now. Marty. <laughs> you are Marty. Be- I knew it. Because I, I, knew it. I, this I is found, a Marty special. Yes, yeah. right. I found these. I found these bony little toes that all stick out. <laughs> but then more searching, I found a big toe. That you stick on the front of your Crocs, so you've got two big toes sticking out of your Crocs. So you look and normal. no other. So I said to M, uh, uh, "This is for Marty for Christmas. Oh a my big Lord. toe." I don't know if I see the funny side of it, Gary. Well, me and M did. <laughs> me and M did, mate. It was hilarious. Oh. Yeah, and cringy. It was. It was oh. cringy. The toes. It's been a while since you yeah. sent me a Croc shot. So yeah. <laughs> Last one. It is a silly season. Oh, I'm not going to say. <laughs> I was going to say something then, and I'm stopping right there. Yeah. There we go. Done. This is breakfast radio. Yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You better show me these little bony toes. Oh, I, I, think I might I, just order one. I didn't think I'd be talking about toes coming in here. This, but there you know, here we are. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to find. Oh, th- oh, that's Hang. disgusting. Yeah. The description. It's- Cringe, isn't it? You can't. See it. <laughs> I just showed Jimmy oh the big Lord. toe. Oh, Em, I'm sorry. Well, even got oh, a little bit of hair on Lord. it. <laughs> it's got a little bit of hair. How would you Google search that? 
Well, well we, I don't want to know. The question is, why are you Googling searching? No, that? what well, algorithm would be up? disgusting? Really good winners. Look at them, really, Jimmy. Yeah. There's all the little bony toes <laughs> sticking out. Oh, now it's Lord. just, and then Em will find something that she'll send to me that's really weird with in Crocs, <laughs> and so, oh. but that's yeah. off-putting. It's funny, mate. I don't There's, think it would be, but it is. It is. It's confronting. Big, that big toe yeah. is hilarious. Uh, How is real toe hair? Oh, I don't, yeah. <laughs> oh, please. Right, I'm moving right along. Hey, uh, Em, how you going this week? Have we got any um, <laughs> Marty's, Marty's <laughs> needs? Hard to recover from, isn't it? <laughs> he's, he's gone. He's, but I think he's on... He's broken down. I think he's on eBay now buying a rubber big toe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just so he can stub it. Yeah. <laughs> I know where I'll be stubbing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh... This was a bad idea. How are we going this weekend, Em? This week I've got uh, this weekend I've got uh, nothing available. We've got a Christmas party um, happening down the lodge at the moment. Yep. So there might be some sore heads down there this morning. Um, but uh, yeah, this weekend there's nothing. But during the week I've got a couple of availabilities. If the cyclone doesn't uh, come this way and you want to get up and do some cheeky fishing before Christmas time, um, as soon as Christmas rolls around, I don't have anything again until the new year, around about the third of January, I think I've got one apartment coming in from the third, so if anyone's keen for that. Um, oh, no, actually, sorry. I just remembered there is somebody did pull out for Christmas before uh, yep. the New Year's gap, so 22nd to the 27th in an upstairs waterside apartment for four people, sorry. So, so that one is available if anybody's keen for that for Christmas. Um, come on up. It's a great atmosphere at Christmas time. We've got really nice people in. The big man still finds everybody at the lodge. And, uh, yeah, it's a great place to be for Christmas. Relax. Yeah, it's perfect. Good stuff. How can they get hold of you, Em? You can call on 0477-999-900. So that's an upstairs waterside apartment. Um, it's fully self-contained and it sleeps up to four people. Yep. Um, so, yeah, family, mum, dad and the kiddos, put your boat on the pontoon. Um, it's all self-contained for all your cooking. It's a great view um, from that everything apartment. Everything that you need. Yeah. Good view, Jimmy so said. This one, this one is facing um, at the, like, the grass area. So the one that I posted up on the Facebook um, during the week, that waterfront one, that went straight away. Is the kookaburra um, still there? Oh, yeah, he's there. Yep, I actually took a photo of him last week and he was sitting up on the, the thing between the walkway of the pontoon. And, um, yeah, as we're taking the photos, you know, he sort of turns his head. Yeah, his he's a poser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he really is. He's poser. a poser, that bird. <laughs> yeah, he is. So, yeah, no, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's that time of year, you know, there's uh, the, the wildlife around, you know. We've got the kookaburras there always talking to everyone. There's another goanna now, so there's three... Goannas cruising around. Yep. Um, every time I go put the sprinklers on or start watering, they come out for a drink, which really gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> so <laughs> I try and run away from them. But, yeah, you know, you'll be here. You'll just stand there talking to people, and then you, you, know, you hear the big bait busts up, and everything's all firing in the creek. So, yeah, it's that time of year. Everything's hot. Everything's moving around. Yeah, it's just Beautiful. Good stuff, Em. You have a nice weekend. We will. We will. And um, I'll talk to you during the week if you're not too busy. No, just coming to an end down at Maggie now, so it's winding down. So winding down. So I'll be yeah. right. Oh, it's wild that Christmas is only two weeks away. I know. It's frightening, oh. isn't it? Yeah, Thank goodness. I'm looking over. forward to it. <laughs> oh, me too. I, I do love the silly season. This time of year is my favourite. So, yeah, we do love it. Kids are all finished school and the excitement's beginning, all the fun stuff's happening. So, yeah, it's best time of year. Good stuff, Em.
thanks, guys. That's right. I'll talk to you during the week. See you. Bye-bye. Thanks for Sam. Bye. Bye-bye. There's M from Lucinda Fishing Lodge. So Beautiful. Got a little room over Christmas if you want to duck up there for five yeah. days, 22nd of the 27th. Be beautiful. Just, Just tip up there. Oh, <laughs> I had to get a toe jump. Marty, uh-uh. Jim's having a crack now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sensitive still, Jimmy. Uh, no, he's all right, mate. He's come good. Hey, um, <laughs> tides. Tides yes. for your frogs. Yep. Um, everyone will look at your videos and go, is he high tide? Is he a dropping tide? I have tide? a feeling you don't mind the incoming. In- <laughs> incoming Which is tide. complete opposite to everything yeah. that we do, Gaz. Well, we like luring the outgoing, but we're not frogging, so... Yeah. Do you find you like the incoming tide on your frogs? Or is yeah. it outgoing? No, both. Both, yeah. Um, Hinchin Book's a place where you can do that all day at all stages of the yep. tide. You can find a place that will do that for you. Um, some area that, at the, even at the lowest of the low tides, you can use the drains, yep. frog, frogging the drains and stuff like that. Um, so for me, perfect tides are high tide in the morning. Um, nothing really over three metres up there because then that just fills up the mangroves yeah. far too much. And, yeah, there's there's acres and acres of, of inaccessible water and habitat you can't get to. So anything under three metres and, you know, the low doesn't bother me, however low it is, around the one metre mark. But a big afternoon push Yep. Um, is, is beautiful. I like that as well. Do you, when you're drifting along a mangrove line, do you look for bait or do you just work that whole... You yeah. find the fish will sit around the bait, or the fish will just sit up in the shade hiding out. It yeah, so it depends on the area, but there's there's three key ingredients I always say. You, you need current, yep. and you need bait, and then obviously you need the predators for them to be there. Um, I've had all three of them before and still not been able to put the pieces together. Um, but if you're missing any one of those, time to move on. You can normally tell in a stretch of bank if you've done 50 metres of it, if it's not happening, if there's not enough current, if there's no no signs of bait, just pack up and move on. The Hinchinbrook's yep. too, big, too big of a place to be oh, sitting there. and It's massive. Yeah, so just move on to a different bank. Um, you kind of you can kind of get the gist. Like sometimes the windswept banks are a bit better, um, but also then that makes it hard for skip casting too because you've got little vert ramps to throw your lures into the trees yep. all the time yep. is in the waves. So Water clarity? Yeah, crystal I'm still, clear or just oh, it's sometimes I'm like I like it crystal clear for the visual aspect, yep. and then I think sometimes when the fish aren't committing to the lure, I go maybe it's too clear, maybe they yep. want it a bit milky. I haven't been able to put my finger on it. It's just adapt and overcome to what yeah. you've got, you know. The yep. clearer it is, the more spectacular for your filming. Yeah, and, that, and that's right too. But at yeah. the same time, if it's not working for you, move on, yeah. go find some dirty. It's like fishing is just an adaptive sport. You need yeah. to. You can't go. You know, your best laid plans can come undone in the first hour you know well the other week we were talking just before the season closed i've always wanted on those flats to shallow troll yeah so the last weekend before the season closed went up with kayleen threw a big yuzuri shallow out and trolled the flats bang got a queenie just over a meter or so and then a saw of, that <laughs> a, a couple of other hits and that was in four or five foot of water and so we we spoke about it on the show and and did a bit of a shallow and lance butler rang in and and gave us lance's thoughts on it we'll have to give lance a call yeah. soon that maybe next Fantastic. next yeah. week and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and the fact he actually rung us so we, we got a kick out of it yeah, we've got his that? number there yeah. so we'll continue the call and it, and it gave us a bit of a bug yep to when that water's high get back out on those flats and just troll big shallow yeah. lures across those flats and and doing that we went over all the snake drains so i was able to just go mark 
Mark, yeah. Mark. So an interesting thought. And then with yours, with them coming out or going in with that tide, yeah, um, you've got to put two and two together. And you can find, I find like sometimes, like especially leading up towards summer, that afternoon high tide with that bit of cleaner water, more oxygenated water, just tends to fire them up a little yep. bit more. Yep. You tend to get a really good bite out of a lot of jacks as well, which is good. Yeah. Do you find it when you're frogging? Most of your videos are under mangrove overhangs or between gaps or stuff like that. Do you ever frog out on the flats? Yeah, definitely. Just drift yeah. along the flats? If you see something out, they just cast it. It's instinctive. Yep. You're going to cast, cast at it. it. Yeah. Um, it's been a few times we've seen, you know, schools of two or three good queenies mooching around the flats behind you. And, yep. and even like those punk GTs around 10 kilos that come in. You know, it's um, yeah. you make the mistake of casting at them, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, with your four pound, yeah. It, but you, you know, it's instinctive. If you see something out there, Jack Reed cast, we'd call it in the middle of no the man's middle land. Middle of nowhere. Yeah, and, and it pays out. off <laughs> more yeah. often. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's an interesting thought process, isn't it? You you don't keep yourself down that train line. Try and spread out the junction. Yeah, and that's and that's, that's the hardest thing too. If mm. you're fishing the mangroves, which lead into a flats. You know, you want to be close enough to cast into the mangroves, but then also you're, you're spooking a lot of fish underneath and on the on the outside of your boat as well. So you're kind of like torn between, you know, where do, where do you want to hunt? And but you can also too often you can get a judge on where the fish are at the stage of the, the stage of the tide. Sometimes you know if there's only a foot of water up near the mangroves mm. and the trees, sometimes you'll get them in there. Yeah. But then sometimes they're already out past behind you. Yeah. So you can normally see if you're not getting anything or seeing anything in the trees, have a look outside and. Yeah, you're Space running. It out a bit. You're running bird, hummingbird in the boat. Yep. Have you, have you delved into the 360 or the live, or it doesn't suit your style um, of fishing? Yeah, yet? haven't delved into the 360. I think if I was going to go, we kind of covered that earlier, Gaz. If you, I'd, I'd go. Oh, I'd go yeah, with the 360. I was talking to Ren. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I, I'd prefer the 360 as it's yeah. still a, like a still image, and you can kind of just you can get the gist of where they're going, but you still need to, you know, you're not actually seeing them like on a it. screen react to your lure and, and eating it so yeah. 360 would probably be as far as i'd go i'd love to go on a boat and experience the live like don't get me wrong i'm not gonna mm. you know yeah be against it or anything like that but just for me i think yeah your earliest not earlier videos but like through the year you had some great ones where you saw it imaged up yeah. in, the, in the mouth of of, of creeks where just barras sitting where yeah. they shouldn't be yeah especially in the waves of the sand yeah you're, are, uh, that was a surprise for me too yeah, yeah there they are that's how that, but you know, at the mouth of my favourite creek and whatever, yeah. that's how they sit. Yeah, okay. There's one part there where the sand goes uh, up and down like waves, and they sit in them little crests. Yeah, yeah. So, and they do eat when they're like that sometimes. Yeah, and it was. I'll, I'll be honest. The part of that video you don't see is the six hours of nothing. You know, looking around, of and then the only reason I found them was I'd stop for a bite to eat. I thought, oh, I'm just going to drift over this. And you fluked it. And you go, oh, that's a little fish there. Oh, there's another one. Oh, I actually might put the lecky down. We'll see if they eat. And then first cast, they eat. And you go, all right. Righto. It's not a bad area if and then you've got a mark where it is. <laughs> off, off air, I'll just have a little chat. Yeah. And you've got somewhere to go back to forevermore. Yeah. And as, as the title was dropping out, uh, I found that they actually tended to congregate a bit around there as well. As yeah. well so. And perfect eating size. No way all babies. Size, so they no. 70s, but yeah. there was a couple of big fish amongst them too, yeah. if I'm remembering. Yeah, yeah, there was a couple and of good oceanics. fish. Yeah, Silver. the clean fish. They're beautiful fish. Which is so unlike Hinchinbrook Barra. <sighs> They're either grey and mushy looking oh. or pristine, just they are, proper salties. Yeah, the Hinchinbrook Barra, I think if they were that clean oceanic colour that with the bright yellow tail you wouldn't fish anywhere else in the world for them so I yeah. guess you know having a beautiful backdrop you're going to have a ordinary looking fish the yeah. old blackbacks we used to call them yeah but oh. then ones that you got 
they were yeah. primo. Yeah. They were really, really nice ones. Yeah. So, uh, and not too long ago, you um, you were heartbroken. You lost one of your big, big girls to yeah. a to a shark. Yeah. That was a horse. That thing. Yeah, that was a big one. That was a couple of years ago. Now. What was that one twenty plus? They reckon one thirty five. Incredible. Yeah. So the what piece did it, I, What did it eat? What did it eat? Yeah, the barrel. It ate a transam. Yeah. And I just. And I just, it was one of them ones where it was a, there was a color change, a bit of flood water still. And I thought, oh, a bit of bait there. Could be finger mark. Bumped into it. I thought I was snagged. And she come up and I had it both side. But because it was, and I wasn't on, I was on 20 pound gear. So, but because it was such a big fish, she just turned her head and, and went down for that last little run. as I was getting the net. And then she come to the surface and did this weird jump. And I thought, oh, hang on, that's a bit strange. Mm. And yeah, needless to say that the shark that got it was it was huge as well. And well, it must have been an absolute monster. Yeah, and it's, you know, I've just succumbed to the fact I'll never catch a fish like that again, you know. That would have been heartbreaking. Not for the fact, to, to so many reasons. A, the big, beautiful fish died. Yeah. Um, B, the fish of a lifetime. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And your memory will be of half of it. Yeah. So that piece I had was just before the, the anal fin was 91 centimetres. Wow. <laughs> it actually had... So that's where they're coming up with the 130 because, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, if it's just before that, because there's a lot of tail. Yeah, so I actually got a photo. It it coughed up when because when it got eaten by the shark, it, it, it went towards the boat and I just instinctively reached in and grabbed it and chucked it in the boat. So I had blood and guts and everything going everywhere in the boat, but it actually had in its throat a 30, I think it was 37 or 38 centimetre grunter. <laughs> and I thought, wow, okay. So, so who knows? I might have hooked the grunter and then it ate the grunter. The who grunter. knows? But yeah, I just thought it was a bit like, you know, elephants eat peanuts. Yeah, true. That is so, insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Guys, we're going to go to a song and an ad break to end this hour of nine o'clock. And then we're going to venture into the last hour of our show. We're going to cross over. We're going to have a talk to Gordo from Cleveland Bay Seafoods. And then we're going to have a talk to our team. There's a new member over at Damn Rising it, Sun uh, Marine. Rising Sun is Luke for a chat. We're going to have a chat with Luke. In the meantime, sit back. As we always say, go get your uh, early morning beer or your coffee or your rumbo, whatever you want to do. Turn the wireless up, annoy the neighbours and enjoy.
capsize on your thighs I copy five, you sunk my battleship Please turn me on, I'm Mr. Coffee With an automatic drip So show me yours, I'll show you mine Tool time, you'll love it just like Lau And then we'll do it style So we can both watch X-Files Keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef, and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 900. Station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They're top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. <laughs> Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Signs. Now that's a rap. Too right. Wanna know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 199 Station sponsor. Sponsor. Now at Harvey Norman, up to $250 cash back on selected higher fridges. Higher Quanto fridge, only $15.99 plus bonus $100 cash back. Family size higher Quanto fridge with ice and water, only $19.99 plus bonus $200 cash back. Or bonus $250 cash back on the king size higher Quanto fridge with ice and water, now $2,188. Hurry, bonus cash back on higher fridges is for a limited time. Now at Harvey Norman, cash back via redemption. Conditions apply. Station sponsor. 
Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Oh, Jimmy, what a fun morning we're having this morning That's covering some really, really good topics. Talking to all of my friends and fellow listeners uh, during the radio break, which I do love. I look forward to that every Saturday morning. And I just had uh, Kyle, who's uh, who's in uh, Coco at the moment, throwing a few lures around. Uh, got a nice jack yesterday, but it's a bit quiet this morning. So yeah. hopefully you'll find him. He is the... The mud crab entrepreneur for us. Yeah, so. yes, I've seen I've seen a few of his things there. He's yeah, yeah. really good on the crabs. Yeah, fantastic. Seems like oh. I've got them dialed in. Here's my mate Gazza back. Oh, Speaking that, of crabs, that was my daughter. Wait up, wait. Everything okay, Gazza? Yeah, no, no. Well, well I dropped my daughter off at a little unit over at um, Hermit Park la yesterday, mm-hmm. and she had for the grandkids bought nice little laser Christmas light and all that. Mm. And I said, I probably wouldn't be leaving them out overnight because um, someone will steal them. And yes. Oh. So stole all the Christmas lights off the fence oh. and stole the laser light, the grandkids' Christmas light. So well done, low life. How much of a Grinch do you have to be to steal yeah. Christmas decorations? Like, yeah, come I know. on. What is happening? So, uh, so yeah, she just rang and said, was a little bit upset that... Um, the grandkids' Christmas lights off the fence uh, and out of the yard got stolen. We are in a world of trouble, people. But so, let's uh, get into Christmas that. decorations are but no go line. One of the uh, one of the things they stole is very rare that lights up the house. So, you know how they have a pointy end that you stick in the ground. Yeah, that could be in someone's eye by the end of the night. Mm, God, so I yeah, so she. But I did say to her, that's what people are like these days. And for not all people, she would be upset. Most too. of our, most of people are, are really, really, really good. Hmm. There's just that little element that uh, stealing joy from kids. Yeah, so oh, good. How's it be, please? Mate, help I remember, out little I remember town. many years ago, Jim, when my kids were um, we were living in Pimlico, and my kids were only little then. They were probably eight or nine and the cowboys made the finals yeah. for the first time it was really really exciting so they did banners and everything and hung them on the fence yeah good and then the bulletin came around and uh, not just our kids all the kids yeah. that had flags and stuff finals fever someone stole all the banners <sighs> and the flags off the fence so Gee, the next whiz. photo was the kids standing with nothing hanging on the fence that is how i got my conquests on ebay though because they actually went for some decent money guys so you stole everything. <laughs> He's a rotter. But yeah, so I uh, hope you enjoy my grandkids' Christmas lights. You, you scumbag. Well, we're just going through the thing at the moment. We've got a little two and a half year old girl, and you know the joys of Christmas. Oh, I'm glad they gave you a crap load of chocolate. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. Enjoy Ren. that. Yeah. Thanks, thank Ren, for our awesome Christmas present. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it changes your mindset. You know, like I never was fussed. You know, on too much on Christmas as an adult. But yeah. you know, once you see the the, the joy of the the kids' faces yeah. light up, and even like just something simple like decorating the Christmas tree, you know, yeah. it's fantastic. I I couldn't get enough of it, and yeah. to have that ripped away from me, I think would be uh, yeah. 
Well, I was never a Christmas person until kids come along. Yeah. But now I love it. I really look forward yeah. to it. I look forward to the atmosphere of it and everything. So, yeah, so that's where it goes. So next Christmas, uh, those um, Christmas lights will be directly hooked to 240. I think so, yeah. So when you grab it, I'll watch you fry at the front mm. fence. I can feel a little bit of anger, guys. Oh, mate, You're very disappointed. Of course there is. Put yes. up with that, a massive alarm or something, you know? Yeah, I know. I know, yeah. but well, if you've got to put your Christmas lights away every night, what's the point? <laughs> so. What is the anyway? Point? That's what's happened. That's what my last little phone call is yeah. about. So, any fishing this weekend, boys? Uh, not for me, unfortunately. Um, just doing a bit of cyclone prep around the house. Um, so I suppose you'll have to. I uh... yeah, I, I think so. I've got a day off <laughs> on Friday next week. Where do you really work? What, where do you actually work, mate? People, that's the, the people have been dying to find that out, I guess. What, what mine are you in? No, no mine work. Are you no, not, what no, train I mean, do you drive? No, I don't drive trains. Well, I do work on the level crossings. I do work for the railway. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Is it one week on, one week off, or do you no. do? No, I just take sick days. We're giving you, <laughs> we're giving you a chance to blow your own horn, my no, friend. I, uh, no, I work full time <laughs> for, yeah. for QR. How do you get um, away during the week to do your filming? They have no idea that yeah. he's there. Yeah, still, yeah. They, they, they think he's still there. We've got a windsock at work, and they know full well that when that windsock's not moving, that, that my car's not rolling up the There road. you go. I thought you did a week on, a week off somewhere because you... you oh, no, I, just, I give the impression. Yes. Yeah. So you had crossed paths with uh, quite, quite a few fishing people, especially ones that listen to this show yeah. and so forth. Yeah, yeah. So very interesting. When yeah. it comes to... When we get a lot of rain... Jimmy does all the maintenance on the bridges down the road. <laughs> I knew that was coming, yeah. Yeah, I'm always first to put my hand up to check yeah, them out. I'll check them. Yeah, don't worry about them, boys. <laughs> or they've already been checked. Mate, do you actually go to the road bridges and that? Yeah. Yeah. Or the ex- rail bridges. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rail yep. bridges, should we yep. say. It's uh, it's insane. It yeah. can be insane and it can be a bust as well. And it's a yeah. long walk if it's a bust. <laughs> of course. <laughs> haven't you got of one course. of those four-wheel drives with the wheels that lower down onto the track? You can just no, drive down no, there? No, there's too much paperwork to fill out. The, Is there? Yeah. And especially a lot of the times, Q, I don't know I'm down there. Towing his boat. <laughs> He's, you see him going down the train line towing his boat. Yeah, He's I did got... ask. I did ask for a uh, Queensland Rail sticker to put on the hands. No good. No, no good. No. Hey no. mate, when you're rigging your frogs, hook size. We obviously weedless hooks. Yep. Um, do you do anything special? Do you put a bead to stop them sliding on your hooks? No, or? I haven't. I I just adapt. It's yep. yeah, not not really. I mean, that would probably work wonders. And I know a few lads are getting into that now. To me, I, I like to rig them quickly. And, yep. you know, a bead is just an extra bit of a, a thing. I mean, it probably doesn't take stuff all time, realistically. But, no, I use a 5.0 worm hook. Yes. Um, that's the largest That's the largest hook I can fit into a frog. Yep. Um, four, <laughs> a poor frog. Yeah, poor frog. A soft plastic frog. Um, yep. The 4.0s just weren't quite big enough, especially when some of those larger barrels, like anything over 80 centimetres, yep. a 4.0 hook doesn't really get enough purchase to pin them. So the largest hook I'll use is a 5.0. Now, Marty and myself like the Berkeley scent to rub on. Do you use any catch scent or anything on it? Not or you on just the frogs, rely, no. You rely on that surface action? Yeah, just the surface action. Um, a lot of the time you just you are casting so quickly and repetitively that anything else doesn't doesn't take up your mind. It's just done. You're, just, you're in and out, in and out, in and out. Um, something you'd know a lot about, I guess. <laughs> I'm an expert at that. Yeah. Um, worm hook. Yes. The screw in. No. No. It no. doesn't the, the, work the, with them? Oh, like with any of those, I think Z-Man plastics, yep. whether it's that TPE plastic, that, that spring or that screw, just you, it's hard to get in. It is. It takes too long. Well, actually, 
I've got a few of the Eagle Claw Trocar hooks, yep. and they've yep. got it on there, a super, super strong and sharp hook. But I actually watched because I find it hard to screw the little it's hook. It's because the plastic's so stretchy, yeah. it just doesn't, it just bends around. I watched someone on a video push the uh, the pin of the, the hook, hook point, into yeah. it. So it gives you a little start. I've tried point. that as well. It's just it too much effort. Pain, yeah. yeah, it's a yeah. pain in the ass and something I don't have time for, realistically. Um, but getting, I do see uh, a lot of times my frog, it will slide down the hook or yep. it bow itself up. Yeah. Is that because I haven't rigged it correctly? Because Marty's a stickler for making sure your soft yeah. plastic is perfect. Yeah. Because every now and then I'll throw my frog in and when I'm coming, I go, that's not right. And when I get it, it's all bowed up. It slid down yeah. the hook. So the, there's little tips I have in my videos of hooking the the yep. point of the um, plastic through the back of the um, through the back of the frog. Yep. So we just the stuff like that, just to hold the the point of the hook, make it a bit more weedless as well, but also holds that that lure in place on the hook. Yep. The stuff, there's little tips like oh, that. I it's know. it's um. But also, too, like how many times you've been boofed by a barra and it's missed it and the frog is all bunched up at the end of the hook, but you're still working that lure because that fish is following it all the Flying way it. And, and it eats it anyway. Yeah. It, you know, whether it's probably because it's already fired up and a bit teased, but I, yeah. I fall into the the impatience category. When we I'm might take a caller here, guys. What do you reckon? Go it could be it. someone who uh, has a bit of a question. This could be my boss. Good morning, <laughs> fishing show. Good morning. Good morning. You're chasing some numbers? Yes, please. Okay, shoot. I'll let Gary write them down, Don. Who, who have I got? Courtney? Michaela? Emily. Emily? Yes. Who else we got today? Mark. One for Dad. Sam, one for Mum? Yep. And Mason. Mason. So do we have Emily, Mark, Sam and Mason or any more or that was it today? That was it for All right, 26 for Emily, 27 for Mark, 28 for Sam, and 29 for Mason. Thank you. See you, mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, went quiet today. Not as chinwaggy. <laughs> I'm going to call Gordon while you boys are having right. a chat. Don't fear we've got Rising Sun as well. For sure. Sunset. That's why I'm going to knock um, Gordon over now. Ryan uh, up there at uh, Hooked Apparel in Cairns will have a little bit of a chuckle then, and he did say, don't forget to slide that. We can hear you dialing there, Marty. Thank you, Gary. That's it. Yeah, I have a really um, frustrating time with them folding up, Yeah. whether it's the way I rig them, and then, then I put a bead under the chin and then a bead under their bum well, on my hook. Also, too, that you can find, like, they'll, they'll slide a bit They'll slide a bit more on that hook once that, how do you say this objectively, once that hole's loosened up a bit. <laughs> yes. Um, so it might just pay just to pull the hook out and just re-rig, re-rig it, it, you know, just because that plastic will grip, grip the been, shaft of the hook. Yeah. Berkeley, we've been using. Well, I've been using the Berkeley frogs. They yep. have um, a skinnier profile, yep, and they tend to skip. So not too bad with them. Yep. But I do go the bead oh, part okay. of it, and I um, and that just helps the beginner. Yeah, that's fine. There's nothing. Like, hey, like I say with anything, if you can yeah. adapt, then it works for you. Just by all means, it's not the wrong thing to do. Let's head down to Cleveland Bay Seafood and have a chat with Gordo. How are you, mate? Oh, not bad yourself. Good, thanks. Well, we're just talking about frog fishing, soft plastic frog fishing with Jim here. Interesting way, mate. The, unfortunately, the nannies and the emperor don't seem to go on it. Nah, but the barras do. Yeah, they do, <laughs> mate. Yeah, barras and jacks go very, very good on it. It's, uh, good it's on them. yeah, yeah. It's funny. Like at the start of the year, we always buy our barras with the guts out. Yep. Because of the frogs they eat. Oh, really? And they'll go. Yeah, yeah. And they'll go green in the belly. Well, there you go. And they're not awful green or anything like that. It's just yep. 
when they eat the frog, it just stains the inside of their stomachs. Oh, interesting. Amazing. Absolutely yeah. amazing. There you go. How, how's the week been, mate? I know you've got a good special going this weekend. I, I was going to mention that, but I'm nervous it might be sold out. No, not yet. We've got a few to go. Um, as I said, we've got three kilo boxes of kingies for 100 bucks. How good is that? Cooked kingies, three kilos. Yeah. I'll have to stop you in there on the way back, I think. Yeah, how good is that? Brilliant. There's, there's uh, 75 boxes left. So. Yep, and that sounds like a lot, but click your fingers and they're gone. Mm. Well, then when they go out in twos, it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, definitely. So, definitely. So, yeah. Um, and stuff. So yeah, we've got them there, and um, as I said, they're good, good wild king prawn caught off um, between Townsville and Mackay, and yep. they got they eat well. Too right, mate. They're beautiful. Hey, um, the mackerel season came back into action at the start of the month. Have the boys managed to get out? It's been a little bit windy though. Uh, yeah, they got a good load of coral trout while they went mackerel fishing. Yep, and, and they got one uh, mackerel. <laughs> Strange, isn't it? Because they're endangered. Yep. Because they're endangered, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. No, and then they they got their cyclone formed off, so they, mm. they're gone. Yep, disappeared. They're hiding. They, they, they've uh, they've bolted already. Yeah, yep. they realised Willis Island was not the place to hide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good place for a surf. Yeah. Hey, uh, how about the crabs starting to move with this humidity, stormy weather? Yeah, they are. They're, they're, there's a few about. There's a lot of water bags. Yep. And they're uh, being very tricky at present. Yeah, no, like, it's a... In the sense of, like, we're pulling A-grade crabs back here and then downgrading them into Bs because they're letting go. Um, yep. They're going soft on you. Yep. The next day. So, you know, everyone's got to be careful of that. Yeah, wait for that um, bit of rain, get them moving and head in and see you then. There should be some good quality... A lot of quality oh, crabs. Sure. Yeah. And stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, as I said, there's a bit of good stuff kicking about, a bit of fresh coral trout. I've got a little bit of yellowfin tuna in store, a bit of red-throat emperor, a uh, bit of red-throat emperor, yep. and a bit of nannies kicking about. So, yeah. Good and stuff. Of I've got the good, and I've got the good kingies. And, of course, we're taking Christmas orders. Yeah, Ooh. that's right, mate. That's just where I was heading. If you want your Christmas order, get in now. Because uh, when will people be able to pick them up, Gordo, Christmas Eve, or just... All that Maybe couple of days before. Twenty fifth, it'll be too late. Yeah, you'll be sitting there <laughs> eating them, the ones I haven't picked up. <laughs> Mate, six o'clock on Sunday, I'll put a close sign up. Yeah. I'll see you next Monday. Good on you, buddy. All right, mate. What, how can they uh, find you if they're looking for some seafood? We're three hundred and five Ingham Road, just beside Danny at Tackle World and Europe Car. Good Beautiful, on you, buddy. buddy. Thanks, Gordo. Right. See you, mate. See you, mate. Definitely yeah. going to be stopping in there on the way. Yeah, mate, that's a yeah, good yeah. I think that's a bargain too good to yeah. be true. How good is that? Like yeah. three kilo kings. Beautiful. Cooked. I can taste them already. For $100. Yeah. yeah. Work out the maths. That's yeah. cheap. Cassie, if you're listening, we're having prawns for dinner. Yeah, that's $33.33. Point three. I saw your calculator there. Well done. No need, mate. <laughs> Up here. No, it's can a we good not special. lie to the listeners, Gary? I think everyone is educated enough to know that you are uneducated. See, All right, now let there me tick that off. <laughs> there's his missus <laughs> saying, make sure you get them. Jimmy's yeah, here's missus. another. Here's the seafood order coming in. Yeah, here yeah. it is. You don't bloody forget, betcha, she reckons. Yeah, don't forget <laughs> to uh, don't forget to get in and see Gordo. And uh, what other species do you do? Do I know you love your surface fishing over yep. reef flats and stuff like yeah. that. That's that. Look, I've never done that, but it's something I want to have a crack at when the weather allows. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
how long you been you've been doing that for a few years obviously yeah, enjoy i'll it. target anything if it if it, if it swims mate yeah. I'll, I'll go um but yeah doing the reflat thing for a while um obviously weather permitting especially in, yeah. a, in a rig like mine um but it's always good to have mates that have bigger boats you can tag along with them but um it's yeah sometimes it can be the, the most exhilarating form it of fishing. looks awesome mate. and you get even though you're only fishing in that five six seven foot of water over some flats yeah. bombies and reef flats you get some great trout oh and lippers big time and, yeah yeah it's surprising the size of the trout you actually get yeah out of that water and they watching your videos with your surface lure walking or a lure they just appear yeah it's like a barra under a lure it's pretty and work, insane isn't it? and it's... and then they're just there bang and you just yep. go and and that's why i sort of look at it and go i want to give that a i want to chuck a frog that. across the reef flats i just can't I can't oh, yeah, rig it, it up on PE four gear though, you know. Yeah, it would get absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I would love to. We're going to take a call, but I want to. If you get a gut feel when you're out the reef, especially this time of year when you go, Jimmy, I'm out. We're out of here. Yeah. Like, it, like I get a feel in my boat. I'm only in a five meter boat too. Yeah. And sometimes something will happen. I just go, nah. There's a slight change, even though it doesn't get windy or anything. Anyway, let's take this call. I'll get back to you on yep. that one. Good morning, fishing show. Yeah, good morning, good morning. Hey, Eugene, what's going on? Well, since you gave me cheek when I called early, I thought I'd call back. Gary gave you cheek. I don't give you cheek. I'm polite. Yeah. I have I have the quorum yeah. on this station. Well, just, tell, just tell Gary you catch coral trout on the reef because they, they call coral trout. <laughs> yeah, not uh, different style of fishing than you hand line um, yeah. squid men. Yeah. Jimmy's well, throwing in a... Rods, you'll never beat sharks. Handline, you got a chance, all right? So you just use your rod and get pulled around by a shark. Yeah, different. The, the, the different. judges have Eugene at three to one at the moment. Different style of fishing hey, there, hey, you. Did I, did, I, did I hear that dipstick say that he put scent on his rubber lures? Yes. Yeah. Do you actually, do you actually believe that a sparrow flies up to a lure and sniffs it before he eats it? They follow the trail. It would be the same if you rubbed it under your arms. You might get someone follow you around Ingham, mate. <laughs> and there's a that's point why, back. That's why, that's, why I, that's why I live in Halifax. I live in Halifax. Yeah. <laughs> there is definitely a point back there. We've got one round to go. <laughs> we'll call this one a draw. It's a unanimous decision. No, I shouldn't, they... you two, I shouldn't give you two experts a tip, but he, he comes from an older Jeff fellow, right? If you want your rubble, if you want your soft plastics to stay on your jig head without sliding backwards and forth, and chew, spend a little bit of money and buy a little tube of super glue and put one little drop, and it'll never move again. You're right, most definitely. All right. Most definitely. And also, the, and also, and also for Gary, you put one on his bottom lip and close the top lip, and we should be. Yeah. Been there, done that. <laughs> Good one, Thanks, Eugene. Eugene. Now, now, now that I've informed you, give me a number. Come on, I'm sitting down. Oh, you're having, having a number? Well, do, you think, <laughs> do you think you deserve one now? Hey, I'll, well, I'll get it for you, know, Eugene. Even if, it gets, even if it gets drawn out, it's going to get thrown in the bin, so I know. Number 30 for you, mate. Number 30? Okay. Yes, buddy. Yeah, I was that about 36 years ago. Okay, right. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Thanks, buddy. See you, man. Bye. <laughs> See you, Eugene. There, see, copped it. If nothing else, he's good fun. <laughs> he's good. He's, he's, been, good fun. he's been with us for many, many years, Eugene, on the show over the year. Oh, good morning, Eugene. 20, 20 or more. <laughs> Give me your feel. Have you ever been out there and gone, I need yeah, to go? Yeah, oh, definitely. And it's, it's obviously depending on the, on the size of the rig you're in, the boat you're in. Um, Especially this time of year. Yeah, and off the coast, of like, especially like somewhere like Lucinda, where the reef is fairly close, if there's been times there where 
the, it's been like a mill pond out there, out at Trunk or Pith even, you know. It's been yeah. glass. But you just see those, the northerlies. Have you gone to Pith in your little... Oh, God, no. No, I've no, been to Trunk. I was going to say. I've been to Trunk, but yeah. um, not, not to the far end. No. But you just, you, you've come back into towards Polaris and the jetty, and, and it's like the Bering Sea, you know. It's, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I said before, you start thinking about insurance and stuff, but you go, I would have been better off staying out there. But, you yeah. know, who knows? You can't take that risk. No, you can't take that risk. If... if, if to be honest, if you're going to sink, I don't know, where would you rather sink, 100 k's offshore or near land? I'd sooner sink a pith. At least I can I, climb up on the... <laughs> yeah, because it's shallow. Well, that, on it. yeah. that used to be, like back in the day when uh, with Kelso, when they had the uh, pontoon there, yeah. that was always a piece of mine. Yeah. yeah. You had that lagoon, you could float into it. That's why they set it all up there. And if there was a, a drama, you had that pontoon. You, you, yeah, you tend to, like, more time on the water, you will pick up cues and stuff about the weather and, and what's going to happen. For um, sure. And, and you can use that anywhere yeah. in, in, in this country. I think when, pretty... when you're in the boat our size and you hear that first sound of thunder, yeah. you go. Oh, if I'm up the channel, though, like we've had a few <laughs> comps there where we've had those, those afternoon thunderstorms and sometimes you know they're going to be bad when it's before lunch and they rolled in. And we've had lightning and stuff, and I've said to the, to the bloke I'm fishing with, a mate of mine, I said, mate, I'm stubborn as a mule. We, you make the call. If you, the moment you feel unsafe or unsettled, we'll go. I will, I'll go, but don't ask me because I will stay. Yeah. Mm. And we've had some of the best fishing ever after that. For sure. Yeah. Because know? of the barometric pressure, yeah. whatever else. Hey, boys, we need to go to a, uh, an ad break and a song, and we've got two more ad breaks to knock over before it's uh, 9 o'clock. Guys, what are we giving away today, buddy? We haven't discussed it. Well, we've got a Kubota bag there, thanks from Mick. It's got yeah. a packet of um, Bite Me Lures down the bottom, some hats, caps. Hey, that's a nice cap. Nice cap from Kubota there. Some stubby holders. Yeah. Down the bottom is a packet of Bite Me Lures. Oh, beautiful. The there old Bite Meads. Yeah, there's a Russell, lanyard. if you're listening to our show on podcast, give us a call. We've tried you a couple of times, buddy. Um, La- key rings. Lanyards. And lanyards. La- lanyards, stubby holders. So bits and pieces shape. there from Kubota. Uh, we've got a $25 yeah. tavern meat voucher and we have a $50 Cleveland Bay. What are you doing with your Mate, stuff, Jimmy? No, it's, oh, all right. it's, it's fine. No, I've bought in some uh, some soft plastic frogs. Give them away over with, the uh, coming with some, weeks. With the correct size hooks that I use. Yes. And also a packet of death baits, three and a quarter inch death baits from Missing at Sea. These are the paddle tails I've You do using. a little bit with the boys from Missing at Sea. Yeah, you yeah. Quite Tristan a lot has with them. there. Yeah. yeah, legend lads there. That's a pretty special looking lure. They are. They're fantastic. They're very stretchy. I don't know if you've seen the, the little promo videos I do. Not even... The world record holder, yep. Willem Powerfish, could break them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they it's float amazing too. what Gary does with his rubbers. <laughs> they float too, so I use them for skip casting, unweighted yep. as well. So, so would you different. use them in the same scenario as a frog? 100%. With, under, and yeah. just yep. skip it out of yep. up from skip under a tree? Yep. Under a tree and just work it out, and that little tail wriggles, and, yep. and away she goes. So that can go to a lucky little bingo winner listener yeah. there. Good stuff. We'll give. There's about three packets of stuff. So we'll give a packet away a week for the next three weeks. Yeah, most definitely. And that uh, that'll be. Thank you for that, mate. You didn't have to do no, that. No, that's all right. Appreciated. Yep. Definitely. All right. Let's knock a song and ad break over. And when we come back, a more fishing team.
From 7 to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday night. Playing all your R&B, hip-hop, rap and reggae from the 80s to now. On your two deadly radio station. 107.1 FM 4K1G. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 900. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. I'm always in the mood for a great feed from Cleveland Bay Seafood. When it comes to the freshest seafood in North Queensland, it can't be denied. Cleveland Bay Seafood comes straight from the trawler and local fishermen to your plate. Our locally caught fish and seafood is all Australian, no imports here. This is why most Townsville restaurants source their seafood from us. So if you want the freshest and the best, think Cleveland Bay Seafood. And yes, we are a Townsville owned and operated business. Head to 305 Ingham Road, Garbutt, and you'll see why everyone loves Cleveland Bay Seafood Station Sponsor What is greatness? It's doing what makes you feel proud What feels right for right now When you can study hands-on All-in Practical Professional Personal When you can learn local And give back to your community You define your greatness Find support of teachers who are there for you At TAFE Queensland Make great happen RTO 0275. Station sponsor. During the wet season, conditions can change quickly. Make a plan now to stay safe on country. If you can, stock up on essentials so you can stay home in bad weather. If you need to be on the road, take food, water and medicine and let someone know where you're going. Listen out for warnings and be prepared to wait it out in a safe place. Remember, if it's flooded, forget it. Search flooded. Forget it. For more information, authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. Don't forget you're running out of time. We've got one ad break for you to get your bingo numbers. Some great prizes there. Would be nice to win a $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher or a $25 Tavern Meat voucher thanks to Mal the Crate Man and the gang at Tavern Meats. And also from Mick, that awesome Kubota bag with stubby holders, some lures in the bottom. I might throw a packet of Jimmy's... Yeah, go for it. Death, death Baits. Yeah, that, Death Baits. That's a really cru- cruel or cool name. I don't know. Death Baits. Yeah, well, like yeah, Tristan you like has, it? you know, they've got the Death Wobbles, the Death Baits, Death they Sticks. They've got the same sort of uh, line as the, uh, the Hooked Apparel's new plastics, and they're crackers. Yeah, that, the stuff from Ryan and, and the boys up there oh, uh, yeah. is awesome. So, mate, when you... I don't you... think you would have heard what I said then, because I was off microphone. No, well, I know, you just... Not very right. professional this morning. <laughs> Jimmy's seen it. Yeah. Um, on your reef flats, this really intrigues me. Hard, 
hard body surface stick baits yeah. is the way to go. Yeah, definitely. And you were saying your frogs you haven't thrown, which I find really interesting because the amount of times you throw frogs. Oh, I know. It's only purely for the fact that I don't have the gear to, to stand up to, yep. the, to the fish out in the reef flats. You don't think one of those 5.0 worm hooks would handle it? or It's about the distance for the cast. Yeah. With the rod you use, yeah. stiffer, heavier yeah. line. Yeah. So... so Timber stick bait or yep. plastic stick baits? Yeah, yeah, timber stick baits. Um, yeah, the guys like I mentioned missing before, at sea, missing at sea, they yeah. have a brilliant range of stick baits. Um, a lot of stick baits do work. There's, there's yep. a plethora of them out in the market, you know. Um, but it's it's a, it's a super fun way of fishing, you know. It and, looks it, yeah. And it's almost like a lucky dip. You never know actually what's gonna, you know, you're targeting trout, but you might have a big GT come in, red throat, Chinaman, you know, the dreaded Chinaman. They're a fantastic sports fish. Yeah, it is, and. And when you see the variety of fish you get out of those yeah. reef flats, contrary to Eugene's 150-pound handline with a 10 and a lump of squid yeah. on it... Um, We've taken the new leader. <laughs> you get red bass, yeah, big sweet lip, yeah. big trout. Buffalo emperor. Yeah, it's a it's amazing. There's a the bucket category. list. Yeah, never caught one. Never, never. They're fantastic, and they go so hard. Never, they go one. so hard. Do you have to be on the ball because that coral is so close, bang yeah, done? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's yeah. one of the ones where you don't take your eyes off off the lure. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times, because it's obviously you're fishing the reef, it's very clear. So generally, a lot of times you can prepare for the strike yeah. itself. It's about you know depending on what what type of fish it is, you can sometimes if it's I've had situations there where we've had big wrasse come off the flats yeah and i haven't let the wrasse eat the lure until i've worked that lure i've landed in fast off the reef flat so i've got deeper water just so you know there's no point hooking a big wrasse in yeah. a meter of water surrounded by a reef wait until he's out a bit deeper and yeah no if, point hooking one at all because you can't throw it in the pan these days no but they're a fantastic sport they're beautiful yeah looking fish. the big wrasse yeah I did, eat, I did i saw an interesting thing the other week it must have been put up and someone as they usually do put a, a thing on facebook um saying how sad it is to see these big giants taken out of the water what's your feel on it my feel per oh, they're, they're, the problem is they're so photogenic they are and they're actually a, a very difficult fish to handle because they are very slippery yeah um so providing you know you really actually can't hold one unless you've got a wet rag or a wet towel right um i think like we use the guys were talking last week it comes down to the fish's handling yeah um if it's you know you're not like leaving it on the deck for long periods of time it's you, you catch a fish you 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 know that's what a lot of a lot of the targets now are to, for a photo no one really wants the the blue tarp kill shot anymore yeah well you know sorry to the burdekin yeah. brag matt guys yeah <laughs> the driveway shot but oh, sorry to all our friends down the burdekin um uh, little haynes bloke with a beard wears a cowboy hat yeah but um, yeah. So a lot of the, for the, the, the end results, a the end results a sterling picture. That's what you, yeah. you know you can have with you forever, and and you're going to get that with a rasp. Yeah. And I think someone else put a comment, and I, I it sort of I agree with it wholeheartedly. Where he said that they're the closest fish to a human as possible. They are so um, what would you call they they interactive with us. Yeah. Like every every pontoon that's out yeah. the reef. With a with a dive boat that comes in has its residence rats that come over and say hello and and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Very, bit like a groper, really. Yeah, groper. Like I've had, like I've owned, had barrows in tanks and I had one there that you would enjoy getting petted or patted, if you will. Yeah, you stick your so you raise you get back out of the water in a four foot tank and you stroke his back and he'd sit there yeah. happily. Yeah, you know it's they yeah they, they, I can understand the rats like that. Um, yeah, for sure. You know I had a barra years ago in a tank and. When I, in my old house in Gladstone Street, the big tank was in the lounge room. Yep. Old timber floorboard place. 
And if Kayleen was sitting in the lounge room and the barra was in the tank, that barra started getting excited when I used to come in through yeah. the laundry door and start... They can see. Start, they they can sense see. my foot and it just used to get to the glass and get really excited and then I'd walk in and have a bit of frozen yep. prawn or and just put it there and you're dead right. I had, a, I had a pet mangrove jack that did the same yeah. thing. You know, he would, when I walked to the fridge and get a piece of piece of prawn from him, he'd, Boris, yeah. I called him, he was yeah. about 35 centimetres, he'd be at the tank, at the corner of the tank, mm. wagging his yeah. tail, ready to rock and roll and you'd open sure. the lid and he'd jump out and bite your finger. I've got a mate who's got <laughs> a... Um, uh, a barra and it's almost like his support animal he says he finds it very very calming yeah they're incredible you just sit back the tail sort of waving and it's therapeutic they're therapeutic and yeah. it helps him a lot so. and a great testament too like for the barometric presser, pressure pressure mm. if you know my jack wasn't acting up and wasn't hungry or wasn't eating the day before a, a fishing day trip fishing. yeah but you know you'd go anyway and you'd come back and you'd look at the fish in the tank and you'd say, I should have listened. You know yeah, what? You ruined, you ruined <laughs> yeah. my dream. Hey, how did you go with yours in 77? What was that, the barrows? Yeah. No, he was all right, mate. He was you, all right. Was that the task, keeping it clean? Yes, you've got to keep that. You've got to vacuum the stones. They're stone, messy. They are yeah. messy. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to, got to keep it. I, I actually, and I've told the story many times, I wanted tilapia yeah. in the tank instead of a barra back then. Something different. It'd be pretty, yes. it'd be a pretty fish. But mm, it was to tilapia. educate because it was in those early days of tilapia. Yeah. And, and Clever. This is yeah, what they uh, look like, this is what we need yes. to get rid of. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But you know I couldn't get a permit off Queensland Fisheries to have them in the shop. You're not allowed to take them to eat either. N no, which is crazy because you go to... Hey, hey, don't knock Queensland Fisheries. You, go, you know I get upset. <laughs> no, I had to apply for a permit. I'm very pro-fisheries. Have them in a tank to educate people of what to do. But, yeah, you're right. You can't take them to eat. They're probably nearly extinct anyway as well. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> if fisheries... Go, yeah. if, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the sorry. tilapia. Sorry. If you go Sorry. to Chinatown in Sydney or anywhere, <laughs> yeah. you just buy, they're buying yeah. hand over fish. But what, the biggest eaten fish in the world. and we import, They are. And I think we import something like 200 tonne of tilapia into Australia for human consumption. Well, a there's year. 100 tonne in the Ross River. Yeah, it's weird. It's ridiculous, isn't it? That's, if it makes yeah. sense, our mob will go the opposite direction. Yeah. That's it. No they, more. I'm not they, saying anything They else. did the same with carp, though, down south. The, yeah. the, Who would eat a carp, though? Oh, the the mm. uh, our European friends that very well put that <laughs> come over here. I'll tell you a story. My <laughs> uncle, because I'm from Barossa. Yes, you are. Yep. So we grew up obviously chasing what we you guys call yellow bellies. We call callop. Yes. And you catch carp and you know got the better of him one day and said let's let's fill it one up. We we got a clean one, one that wasn't a yellow belly. Ready. No, a, a, a carp. A, a carp, right? A carp, and we filled it up and you know he cleaned it to the best of his ability. And he chucked it on the barbecue, and the smell that came off that was just a bit repulsive to the point where we threw the barbecue away. <laughs> wasn't yep. worth, wasn't worth keeping. No, oh, my <laughs> lord. Have you yeah. eaten yellow belly though? Love oh, it. Love it. Love it. Love Never palette. tried one. Oh, Never tasted it. Be from the rivers, beautiful. Yeah. Running water. Running water. They're more silver and slender. They're right. very slimy still, like like yeah. any freshwater fish. Amazing. They are. They are tasty. They I, are. I grew up on them, so... Can I ask, have you tried Murray Cod? Yes, I have. I haven't. I haven't had the privilege. Yeah, um, because apparently it's sweet. I, yeah. I unfortunately... Well, not unfortunately, because it was no. a really good childhood when I was little. I actually grew up in the time on the Murrumbidgee and the Lachlan when all the old fellas used to roll big drum nets into yep. the river. Yep, and And as illegal as it was... Um, there was nothing more exciting than jumping in the back of a car when you're seven, eight, with 
your dad and old fella that mm-hmm. you you look up to as, yeah. as a bushman. The men. Yeah, and get down to the river, drive friggin' half an hour down through the paddocks to get to the river and pull your big drum net out and yeah. it's got yellow belly and Murray cod yeah. in it. And so illegal and was illegal back then. Even back then. Even back then rolling right. a big drum net in and, and then seeing them and having Murray cod and yellow belly. Um, was just um, just so nice. But out of those rivers like the Lachlan and the Bidgee and where Jimmy was from, totally different to getting a yellow out of belly. The and the Bidgee and where Jimmy from. Yeah. <laughs> totally different. What the? T- totally different than getting a, a yellow belly out of the Georgina or those areas out the yeah. back of, because they're so muddy, those rivers, and they take on a totally yeah. different taste. Mm. Um, but you can still make that well, fish see, work. With the you. South Australian, I think it's Perso, which is their version of the um, Department of Primary Industries for South Australia. Murray Cod, you're prohibited to remove from the mm. water, even for a photo. Now, their season starts, I think, 31st of December, and it goes right through to winter, right. through June or July, maybe. So if you want to, if you catch one in June or July in the middle of winter, you've got to get in that water to take a photo with it. Oh. Yeah, no, so you want to make sure you have a good set of waders yeah. on, I guess. Yeah, it's amazing. Very, and the yellow belly are the same, very fatty fish. Yeah. So if you cook one in a pan, there's a heap of fat there. Murray cod are exactly the same. Hmm. So, so nice eating fish, but... They're a white meat freshwater fish. They, they're not a patch on a nice trout. No, it's, it's different. It's yeah. horses for courses. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Jimmy, before we go to our next ad break, we, uh, and I can't remember if we did this for, uh, three years ago, but we're going to do it again anyway. Yep. It's our general questions that we ask our special guest. Money, no object. Mm-hmm. Bucket list. And you're not allowed to say Papua New Guinea Bass or Costa Rican <laughs> Tarpon. Oh, money, no object. Oh, maybe, and we say no bass, maybe, no tarpon. Yeah, what maybe we all... one of them. I'm not sure, 100 percent sure of the name, but maybe one of them like tiger fish or yeah, the tiger fish. fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah through South America or yeah. South Africa or something like that. What an yeah. amazing fish! Oh, but also too, like and the we've landscape. Had that the landscape that mm. you're in, I think it's to me. It's, for, for me, fishing like it's. Don't get me wrong, it's great, but it's also like the journey and yeah. your surroundings. You yeah. know, it's, it's the whole package for me. Hence why I spend so much time up north. Um, but yeah, I reckon one of those fish species, they look devilish like those fish. They like. do. I remember reading the NAFA um, magazine on, on the tiger fish um, that actually Alex. Uh, that Alex wrote. And uh, they hooked 20. Yeah. And these things were just absolute insane. But every single one they dropped. And they're like literally every single one they drop because they are like pure yeah, muscle. Bone in that and, yeah. Then they realised the way to stay the connected was to have like a point three of a drag, so they'd just run and run. The fight would take like twenty minutes. Yeah, okay. Because there was no drag, but if they had any drag whatsoever, it would just pop out. Pop out. So yeah, no well, drag. It's like a squid setup. You know? Yeah, like yeah. a squid setup. That's the way they got them in. It was a very very interesting article. That's um so, yeah, that'd be pretty interesting to see. You're like yeah. yeah, just the comparisons there and yeah. yeah, and exactly right with what you were saying is uh, Alex said it wasn't really about. So much, of course, it was about the fishing. Yeah. But it was about where they were. So, oh. And it was actually scary in parts. Yeah. There was all sorts of things going on, uh, on over <laughs> there, from upsetting the locals yep. to um, to hippopotamus, which is a serious threat Yeah, in in places like that. They, those things will target. And oh, but they, they get kill you, more people dead. than the crocodiles over they there. They do. And they kill the crocodiles. And yes. they kill, <laughs> yeah. Yep. They do yeah. kill the crocodiles yeah, out of anger. Yeah. Because they're just an angry thing. <sighs> Big, yeah. angry teeth. Yeah, Gosh, yeah. yeah. Um, favorite eating fish. Favorite eating fish. I'm gonna say threadfin. 
Bridgman? At, at the moment. After you've had some yeah. at Weeper. Yeah, I just, like, they're fantastic. Just controversial. Nope. Trout's nice, but I don't think yeah. Trout's the best. Ooh. Yeah, I like it. You know, Trout's more of a, oh, I fill it, you know, no fat. Yep. I like a bit of a rump, a bit of a rump man or a scotch fillet, something with a bit of marbling, a bit of flavour. Yeah, fair enough. You know, so those, like, as I said, don't get me wrong, trout are delicious. Yep. But, you know, I'll, I'd prefer red, if it's a reef fish, make yep. some red throat, yep. you know, stuff like that. Um, and in short, yeah, threadfin at the moment is just, yeah, yep. fantastic. Gary's is still barramundi cod and wrass. Um, yeah. But beautiful. I have eaten barramundi cod. They are delicious. I remember the I, days. The I've only ever days. caught one and I released it. Yeah. And I... Believe it or not, I was fishing for brim off the broom jetty. You caught a barramundi cod. I caught a barramundi cod. When I was fishing, <laughs> when I was living in Broome, halfway along the, the jetty, obviously when the tide's out, there's a pile of rocks. But when the tide's in, yep. there's a stack of brim there. And and a nice size brim is really nice to eat. They're a beautiful oh, I, I, I spend a lot of time in South East Queensland. Brim are fantastic. Yeah. Up here, not so much. <laughs> and and bang, I've hooked up. Around, and yeah, it was a barramundi cod wow. off these rocks. And I, I couldn't kill it. I, could, I, yeah. I released it. It was, it was so nice. Yeah, they are beautiful looking fish. I've eaten wrasse before. Um, when I had the shop, um, I had you were allowed to keep them then back in the 90s. Yep. Um, and I had a, a guy called Jeff Ram who was a spear fisherman. And I didn't go out the reef. A bit hard to release after the spring steel's been yes. driven. <laughs> um, so Jeff brang, Jeff brang me in a fillet of Maori rats. Yeah. And it was so, so nice. Did you ever watch those old spearfishing videos where they'd go down and, and they'd spear like the Maori rats and, and stuff like that, but like, you'd need two or three shafts and... To, Oh, oh, it's like a two, three-man job to get the thing out from under the coral, yeah. and these things are huge. Well, I remember watching the original Ben Crop videos where they realised that you put a... a, a powerhead. 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 Yeah. On a I was actually talking to young Zach from Tackle World yeah, last yeah. weekend. Zach's just come back yeah, from yeah, 30, hell of a trip. 30 days filming and spearing yeah. off the back of New Guinea, New Britain area. My Lord. just so, so cool it sounded. Mate, that looked like a fantastic trip, yeah, on yeah. the socials there. Yeah, yeah I see. A, content, he won't have to go fishing for the rest of the, well, for another 12 months. He's got content for oh, a year. He was for, he actually dropped some on Insta the other night. Yeah. Just with that dog tooth yeah. and stuff, and it was so cool. That's really cool to see, like, yeah. that, like, I've been to Papua New Guinea before. It's a wild place. It is, but it is yes. fantastic. Oh, my Lord. It's beautiful. Yeah. And you're right, it's wild. Yeah. It's very wild. You're getting me some prize sheets. I am getting you some prize sheets. So I was just looking for Gordo's price. It's there. Pass I... it over. When you go to the ads, I'll find them because I've rearranged the Most definitely. prize folder. Last question for you too, my friend. Yes. Um, which is uh, the worst moment you've had in the boat or fishing, whether it was with someone that is Nathan Kellett. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm back on the show now, Nathan. Yeah, I can yeah, slap you a bit. You're not allowed to say Nathan. <laughs> Sorry. It doesn't have to be with someone. It could be um, the scary moment. Close call. Yeah, there's been a few times where I've been stubborn, you know, with the weather, yeah. not picking up the, the cues and just waiting a little bit too long and uh, coming back into Rolling Stone one day. I actually just bought the Hanes. I, I wanted to go off off and have a look at some finger mark grounds. Yep. And, none out there, don't you? Yeah, none out there. And it was, you know, 10 knights, and, but she picked up to, for, for mm. being a northerly. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm still going. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And going out was, was, wasn't was so bad, you know, but when I made the decision to turn around and come back in, yeah, she was pretty hectic. Yeah. And yep. I thought, you know what, this is just, you know, and you start to surf some of them waves down. and Yeah, lesson learned. Oh, my Lord. I, I, <laughs> I was cutting washes that day, I can tell you that. But with the light in the tunnel, you learnt your boat. 
Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Very it was, quickly. Oh, you you know, didn't have like a choice. I said, I'm trial by fire and a long learner still say. If you never get caught up in it, if you're always safe, you don't know what your boat can truly do. That's exactly right. And yeah, lesson learned. And um, yeah, you know, you're very gun shy for the next few months after that. But yeah. like you say, you lesson learned and yeah, you, you know the, the workings of your boat and what she can handle. And I think yeah. that's the main thing. You build that trust. Yeah. It, both, owning a boat is all about trust. It doesn't matter if it's a brand new outboard, a brand new boat. The first time you take it offshore, you know, you've got to be able to trust it. So let's take a caller just in case this is a question. Let's hope. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, my dear. It's Jose. Hey, Jose. How are you, buddy? I'm really good. Flat out working at home. That's why I'm late. Oh, nothing wrong with that. Well, you're getting uh, cyclone proofed, are you? <laughs> no, I'm just making a big uh, wood rack to put all my timber in. Oh, timber lures at your. Um, no, just timber. Very no, clever. No. Very clever hey, indeed. Yep, shoot. Two things. Gary. Yes, Jose. Tuna, have you seen the tuna boats in South, they used to have in South Australia that come from Eden and those places? Uh, many years ago, yes. Yes. You want to see one of them surf down the front of a big wave? Oh, I could imagine in those seas through Bass Strait and through there. Be horrible. Yeah, like goes in the waterbed, mate. Yeah, Bit of motion there, mate. I giggle when a 90-foot... Ch- you there? Yeah, I'm here. I got you. Oh, okay. I, 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 it makes me giggle when people up here say they'll see rough seas when you see a 90-foot tuna boat start surfing. Oh, no. It's, mate, we've got nothing up here. <laughs> yeah. Even it, down the Gold Coast, they get a swell that runs there that just... And they're yeah. pretty happy in a swell because you just ride up and down it. Um, but, yeah, yeah, nothing like Bass Strait or any of those those areas. That's like your guest said when, when uh, the, he was coming into uh, Belgal or Rolling Stone or wherever it was. Once it starts to crest, that's when uh, you have difficulty. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, mate, I had, I had one of the most frightening trips I've ever had when I was young. I caught the hovercraft from Dover in England to Calais in France, and it was about mm-hmm. 60 knots across the English Channel. And if you think a hovercraft float, <laughs> flies across the top of the waves, you've got another thing coming. It was horrible. Stuff that. I, what, think, I think my sister was the only person not vomiting on the whole hovercraft. Ugh. Yeah. But, Gary, people, people forget... Uh, the top of the wave, there's a big hollow of air underneath before you hit the water again, you know. Yeah, pothole, mate. The, the council will never get out there. Yeah, yes. And, um, no, it's, it, it surprises me because the bar- that's one of the best part about the barrier reef up here, but the worst part because you get that one metre or one and a half metre chop, which can be just as dangerous because yeah. you can have three or four waves under your boat depending on the length of your boat. Too true, mate. And, you... You're chasing a number today? I've got him a number. Oh, Marty's onto it. 78 for you, young Jose. 78. Oh, you beauty. Five years to go. Two, <laughs> baby. Good on you, mate. <laughs> okay, I'll be listening. Have a good day, guys. Good you on too, you, Jose. See Thank you. Mate. you. Bye, Bye-bye. mate. Bye-bye. All right, boys, it's that time where we've got to go. Before we go, we did get a couple of messages. So beautiful Lenny and Kai from Kai Signs. They're in New Zealand at the moment. They've sent some beautiful photos through of the trout uh, in New Zealand. And the backdrop, exactly what we're Mm. talking about, is just how gorgeous the backdrop is. Now, there could be a point back for you, Gaz. Right, Eugene, it was 3-3. It was fairly even, but... Our mate Nighty has called through and said, sorry, boys, superglue dissolves in salt water. 
Ooh. Oh, yeah. Good on mate. you, Nighty. Thanks, mate. There Two we one. Go. Are there we taking go. a quick Free call? Two. Yeah, go We're going to run over. We're go, running yeah. over. We're Good morning, quick. fishing show. I'll allow it. Morning, gents. I'll keep it quick. It's Zach uh, from Blue Water, now Bowgirl Beach. G'day, Zach. How are you, my friend? Good, mate. Can I grab four numbers, please? Certainly, Zach. You're 77? Yep. Get- Thomas. Thomas, 76. Yep. Kayleen. Kayleen is 75. And Daryl. Good on you, mate. You have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening why, in. Why couldn't Daryl and Kayleen ring in today? Busy unpacking. Oh, have they moved? <laughs> yeah, we're, moved. we're in the process of moving. Oh, that's right. When, he, when I was talking to him the other week, he said you were. Good stuff. All right. You guys yeah, enjoy the weekend. Yeah, we'll do. What number was Daryl? Sorry. Uh, Daryl was 74. Yeah, right off. Thank you. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye, mate. Bye-bye. You know Bye. who Daryl and Kayleen are? No. They're actually related to Eugene. Are they now? Yeah, yeah they're down the line. Yeah. Down yeah. that Halifax mm. way. Non-controversial. Down the Halifax family tree. Yeah. Hey, let's, not, it's got let's, no leaves on it. Let's go back a few years here. If you don't enjoy this song, there's something wrong. <laughs> it's a cracker. It's a duet. I think you're going to love it. It's even got a Christmassy feel. The boys from Hook to Parasy, can you actually play a decent song today? I thought the music's been quite good. <laughs> Don't give me that. He played Barramundi. Yeah, no, the first couple were a bit well, average. There you go. Yeah. Oh, no. Judge no, no. it on a full show, mate. Okay, yeah. Oh, Don't give... Anyway, enjoy this it's one. It's 2 2. I know you as well. <laughs> Whatever. Baby, when I met you, there was peace on I set up to get you with a fine tooth comb.
everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They're top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Sign's. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See Sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your red arc specialists. State-of-the-art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Are you a director of an Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander corporation? It's not too late to apply for your director ID. It's free and all directors need one. The fastest way to apply is online, but there are other options available. Director ID is making sure directors are real people who know they've been appointed. Visit abrs.gov.au forward slash ORIC directors to get started. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Station sponsor. Get down to your favourite Lily White Hotel and enjoy a great feed and relaxed family atmosphere. Four convenient locations. The Bowley Barn Hotel, Bushland Beach Tavern, Hotel Stewart and Riverview Tavern. Locals looking after locals. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. I think we we have had a wonderful show today. And thank you so much to all of our listeners that we cherish uh, for joining in. For whatever reason you do, we certainly do appreciate it. Jimmy awesome guest, mate. We've thank had you. a great time, haven't you? So uh, I've had a great time being here. It's been, it's been a laugh. I hope, hope your listeners found it enjoying they would have and, and certainly they would have got a lot out of it and our podcast is hugely popular yeah. so um uh we'll get a lot of feedback from that which is excellent um gaza it's not over yet because we've got some prizes to give away we have mate what are you giving away first mate i think we might give away uh the 25 dollar meat voucher my friend 25 dollar meat voucher courtesy of Malacrate man and the gang at, at Tavern Meats at Tavern Meats for giving this away. Jimmy's spinning the balls today. Here we go. Here we go. Watch him, mate, because your ball can fall out on the floor. That has happened, but <laughs> How I'm, are uh, you, I've, Jim? I've got quick hands <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and tight shorts and tight shorts and short shorts. But thank you for Spat noticing. Jimmy, right. Go okay, for it, first number off the rank is number nineteen. Who we got there? Bill, number Bill. nineteen. 
Jump on the phone, Jump Bill. on the phone, mate. Two dim sims already and a fish cake. Yeah, he's <laughs> all over it. Every uh, time I, I hit, well, we'll take this call first. This will be, be? this will be, this will be tiny. Well, let me. Turn That's this what on we know there. Bill as because he's a jockey. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. This is Bill here. Oh, Bill! Congratulations, you've won the twenty-five dollar Tavern Meats fair. Thanks to the Crepe Man and Tavern Meats. Thanks for that, mate. Thanks Good on you. Sponsors. Yeah, how awesome are they, mate? They appreciate it. What's the plan for the weekend, Bill? Well, I might go and have a bet later on in the beer. Oh, why not? Why not? What are you, horses, man, or your dogs? Horses. Horses. Of course. Horses. Won the Melbourne Cup once, riding. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> why, mate, what you win over the years? Oh, I think I'm behind. I think I might be in the red. <laughs> Good stuff. Good on you, yeah, Bill. You're sitting there eating black caviar. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> oh, I thought it was funny. Thanks, guys. All right. Good on you, Bill. Have a lovely weekend. Mate, where do I pick that up from? Mate, you Tackle can pick World. that up from Tackle World on Ingham Road, right beside Cleveland Bay Seafoods, yep. um, anytime after 11 o'clock this morning. All right. Thanks, fellas. Good on you, pal. Good on you, Tiny. See you, man. Bye. Yeah, that's why they call him Tiny. That's isn't that normally an opposite of things? Mm. No, no, because he's jockey. Ashley Place told me. And Bill, call him Tiny. You often hang out with jockeys? I'm taller than him, that's why. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah. He just can't go on the same show rides. <laughs> no. Why, they can't. They're not tall enough. <laughs> Righto, Marty. Here we what, go. Why do we got so many now? things about garden gnome conventions oh, and no. all sorts of things, but I'm just going to leave it go. I'm leaving it go. Okay, let's give away um, the Kubota bag. And let me have all a look. Right. We are throwing into the Kubota bag. Some death baits. Oh, here death we go. Baits. The missing at sea Thank death you baits. for them, Missing at Sea Boys and Jimmy. Too easy. All right, here we go. Give it a good spin, mate. Yep. mate you can crack that. Crack that, you reckon? Go for it. Right go for it. There you go. Look at that. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, One of your balls has fallen out. out. There, there we go. go. That's it. All right, what do we got? Number 87. It's 87. longer than the stem there. 87. That is. 87 is Jeff. Jeff. Jump on the phones, Jeff. You won yourself this awesome Kubota bag. Thanks, Mick, for uh, organising that for us. It's got some good gear in it, some hats, stubby holders. It's got a packet of lures. It's got two packets of soft plastics in it now. Good ones, too. So, no, 87, base. Jeff. I was talking to Russ. We were meant to talk to Russ a couple of... Uh, months ago, he caught that big, beautiful flathead off Forest Beach there. Who was that? Um, Roscoe? Russ, yeah, Russ. Yeah, so it was, it was good. Good. Did right you up. talk to him or yeah. did you forget to talk to him about it? Hey, morning, no, no, Roscoe. we both went away. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, Marty. It's Jeff. Oh, Jeff, it is wonderful to hear your voice again. Didn't we talk a little yeah. bit earlier today? Yeah, we did, mate. Excellent. Well, now and you've got uh, a really cool prize. I sent a message through too before that last song you put on was top song. Oh, how good is that? I played for that for my wife because she loves she loves a bit of Dolly and I love a bit of Dolly too, just quietly. And uh, Kenny, <laughs> what silicon or <laughs> they, they are all real? Come on. Uh, sorry, Jeff. A couple Jeff. Of quick cranks of the handle there. How <laughs> Jeff? I apologise again. <laughs> Again, I apologise for I can't for wait Gary. for the, the Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. How's beautiful oh, Kelso God. today, Jeff? Yeah, mate, good, eh? Uh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no burnout cars around. <laughs> Not that no, mate. Here, so. We put them out already. <laughs> Isn't it good that uh, Dolly and Kenny are still number one up there? That's why you like yeah, it. Oh, mate, they are, mate. Just mate, released that, haven't they? <laughs> that's a top song, mate. That's a top song. <laughs> good on you, brother. You and I are together. <laughs> That'll. Well, oh, good on you, are Jeff. Are you done, Gaz? No, Jeff. Say you, sorry. No, Jeff, no. <laughs> no. Mate, we have spoke about Kelso for that many years. 
that um, a brass statue is just about complete up there. Ready to be nicked. There'll be only one person polishing that, mate. Be yeah. I'm not wearing a helmet. It's not Jonathan Thurston. Oh, <laughs> Jeff, we're hanging up on you. Hood. Have a good one, buddy. It'll be a tackle world, Jeff. <laughs> Thanks, Thank mate. See you, here, buddy. Bye, bye, bye mate. Bye. Thanks, Jeff. Bye. Oh, there's his scarred for life. Oh. Yeah, it's been a great show, this one. Hey, what are you looking at me like that for? Because <laughs> Jeff's walking away from his phone going, what the bloody hell was that? It was all good, mate. He won himself a awesome bag thanks to uh, the gang at Kubota. God. Okay. Good on you. Hey, the last yeah. one, $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood vouchers. Thanks to Gordo go. and his which team is, over there. Which is always... That is halfway to getting three kilos of kings. That's one and a half kilos of kings. But after our little segment this morning, that 75 boxes has now gone down to 12. So be quick. Yeah, yeah especially after I get in there too. Oh, there's two, you're buying two or one box. <laughs> I'll probably buy two. Two. Yeah. There you go. Good, bar- good bargain. And then when you've got them, I end up taking a handful out, letting bang and eating them. Yeah. Right? By the time comes to Christmas, they're all gone. I got to yeah, try and let them defrost this the time, plan. guys. Yeah. Pardon? Let them defrost this time. Remember, your teeth got chipped last oh, time. They're crunchy. Yeah, sweet. There we go, right? Yeah, mate. Couple of cranks. Oh, drop me balls again. Oh, you there we go. Watch yeah. that, mate. Oh, here we go. Because you're doing it too fast. Just stroke a lot slower. No, I've got to get it over and done with quick, otherwise you get past it. Please, you fellas. Okay. Ah, oh, lucky number one hundred and two. We've got Greg. One hundred and two. One hundred and two, mate. Your chico rolls are done. They're ready to go. Ring up, mate. Greg, oh, Greg. Is it Greg and Janelle or Greg? Oh, I don't, hang on. It says Greg 102. It's on your list, so if you took Greg's number. We'll take any Greg. 102. The there first you go. Greg. He did send a message through saying, oh, QR now knows. Uh-uh. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, Marty. How are you going? Oh, good morning, Mr Evans. We are wonderful, thank you. How are you going this morning? Pretty good. Dave from work uh, called me after Uh-oh. the recording about Jimmy talking about fishing. He wants to hear it on Monday. Yeah. I think the weather's good on Monday, so I might go. I don't care if the cyclone's coming. He's got COVID. (laughs) Oh, no. Ah, well, the secret's out. Been another great day. Uh, Good on you, Greg. We appreciate it. Greg, that $50 voucher will be at Cleveland Bay Seafood for you. No worries. You need Jimmy on the show more often. Yeah. <laughs> All right, done. We'll have it. He's good value, mate. He's good fun. Thanks, Greg. Just with clothes on yeah. next time. Yeah, I'll try. It's getting a little cold in here. <laughs> good on you, Greg. See you, mate. See you, then, mate. Bye, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, boys, a wonderful, wonderful show. Uh, Jim, sincerely, thank you so much. No, thanks Had for having me. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure, guys. No. Bit of fun, mate. Yeah, it's as enjoyable, Rolls you know? through. How quick does three hours go? Bang, oh, mate. I know. Oh, and I was trying to tell that to Cass a few times too, but yeah, yeah. she says it goes quick as well. It's funny. Yeah. When you're last one yeah, here right. and you walk out, you sort of, you're closing the doors and you kind of think, oh, I wish it was still going some days. Some days you're like, Once upon a time, um, we used to have a spare hour. Yeah. We used to go to 11 if we felt like chin I don't wagging. think we need to. No, we don't need to, mate. We go maybe to 10 or quarter past every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're like stretching today. there this morning, so fantastic. All good. Gary, look after yourself. Make sure your family's safe. I'm sad that your daughter lost her um, Christmas decorations. Yeah, I know. That's, that's pretty crappy sad, that's but going that's on. That's what happens these days, mm. isn't it? It is indeed. To our listeners, as always, thank you so much for listening into our show. To our sponsors, you mean the world to us. Without that, the show doesn't go ahead, Gary, and I truly, truly appreciate it. So does the station, this incredible station, the 4K1G. It is the Christmas period. As Gaz and I always say, please, please drive safe on the highway. Please put your headlights on they're free and you can see you from a long way coming good on your team we are going to leave you with it as soon as i set up um 
everything ready. Jimmy, once again, Jimmy, thanks for coming in, mate. Anyone wants to check out Jimmy's stuff, go to YouTube and look for Jim's Fishing. It's uh, thorough. Yeah, Jim's Fishing. You know what my best part of all your videos are? Does the end? No. When you're walking, <laughs> when you're walking backwards at your house and you smash your head on your oh, box air hurt. conditioner. Oh, that, that is so funny. Oh, was, that that hurt bad. Did it? Yeah. Oh, we're it talking was, about it this morning. My son lo- loves watching the start of it bang. when his boat goes through, and then I'll make the noise goes, of the boat. Yes. Yeah. Then he good goes, stuff. Hell Mate, yeah. Appreciate you coming. No, in. thanks for having us, gentlemen. It's, it's been a blast. It's good Can't fun. Can't wait to do it again. No, we're you're penciled in. Good on your crew. Hey, Gaz and I are going to be back again next week, and then not long too after that. Please pencil in, have your party night because we are going to be live on the air Christmas Eve, seven till nine. Seven till night. nine o'clock. We're going to be good. I will be sober. <laughs> I have promised, and I've even signed off on it. So we're going to have a cracker. You're going to play some good music on Christmas Eve. I will indeed. No Tim Minchin, apparently. No bagpipes, apparently. No, the bagpipes. I love bagpipes. Good, good. Well, I'm playing. Doesn't mean you can play them. I won't be playing them. No Mariah Carey. No Mariah Carey. No, you've You've got to have Mariah Carey. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone loves that song deep down. Okay, I guess it's like Nickelback then, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> Everyone loves yeah. Nickelback. I don't even know why the guy gets such a hard time for being not a good-looking guy. He's he was dating Avril Levine. Yeah, that's all right. He looks like the Paddle Pop Lion. She was a skater girl. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> she said, see you later, girl. She's still alive. He wasn't good enough for her. Huh. See you later. See you. <laughs>